my crew. Our crew put all the lyrics here. What the? Oh, ye of little faith. They put all the lyrics in front. <laughs> they put them in front of you, but I remembered none, and I got them right here. All the time. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Right here. Hey, I wrote this next song with a couple of buddies of mine. A guy by the name of Tommy Shaw. And a guy by the name of Ted Nugent. Usually the guys go, when I say Ted Nugent, they go, yeah. The girls, you say, Tommy Shaw's like, woo! Tommy Shaw! I rest my case. I'll tell him that. That was a bunch of dudes right there. Let me text him. Hold on. <laughs> anyway, if you know the words, you can help us uh, sing along with it, okay? Hello, and welcome to Circle of the Space Mennonites, a Ramjack ambush. Hello, citizens. I'm here, and we have a very exciting episode. I know the first question on your mind. What would it sound like if the first 70 seconds of the podcast disappeared and they had to be re-recorded? Would they sound different? Would you hear like a weird change in like audio quality or background noise or tone of voice or volume? Or would it blend seamlessly? Well, let's put a pin in that for a minute. Question two, is Alex back on this episode? I'm very concerned about him. We all are. Originally, Alex was like, yeah, I'm about to have a baby, so I may need to take a week or two off of the podcast. To which I said, yes, yes, you will. You will, there's no might. You'll definitely need to take some time off of the podcast. Of course, you're just having a baby. Just shoot me a message whenever you're ready to record this thing again, and we'll get you back in here. Have I heard from Alex yet? He said he was going to send a voicemail. He said a lot of things. Made a lot of promises. Has not delivered. Good news, nothing's changed. <laughs> We've written a lot of checks. Uh, <laughs> but not cashed a darn not, one. Not <laughs> cashing those checks. Well, I heard he wasn't going to be on the podcast until he finishes the poster. Because he's really... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well, we'll keep waiting. That poster was due in... 2011, 2012? Oh, what was that? Okay. okay. So it's going. Uh, Tammy and Dan, thank you for joining me oh, this week. We're here. It's a pleasure. We showed up to our house. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. It would have been so weird. <laughs> You'd just be outside with the cheesecake. Just like, just, hey guys. Hey guys, uh, I brought a cheesecake. <laughs> just thought, maybe, just maybe. <laughs> I brought cheesecake and punky. <laughs> cheesecake and punky Brewster. We should have watched Golden Girls. <laughs> Yeah, really? <laughs> that would have been. Uh, keep, keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. We haven't heard from Alex, so. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Alex, we hope you're okay. Uh, please send a smoke signal. <laughs> uh, a lot of adventures to talk about this week. Um, how, are we going to talk about some Disney a little bit? Yeah, we'll talk about of some course. Disney. Of course. Yeah. Uh, we'll be talking about some uh, other wacky antics. Yes. Oof. Yeah. Some monsters, maybe? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're gearing into April Anarchy, and it's, I mean, the list is growing. <laughs> Honestly, i got to start writing down all these monsters, because our brackets are filling up fast. <laughs> so, also, if you have monsters, please keep sending them, because it's going to be a hell of a year for April Anarchy, whenever that happens. <laughs> In June sometime. <laughs> Uh, well, it's, you know, late April, May, because March Madness is, like, mostly in April, right? Yeah. 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 So it's, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. So, coming up. Um, but to kick us off, 
I want to talk about some uh, some Disney shenanigans because I uh, went to Epcot over the weekend. So fun. Yes. Always a blast. Absolutely. And why did I go to Epcot? Because <laughs> Night Ranger was performing. Eat First, the yes, they're still alive. P.S. <laughs> Night Ranger has still been performing since the 80s. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, that weird-looking keyboard guy is still there. I, now, I'll just say my fascination uh, with Night Ranger, um, I blame it completely on Alex. Because at some point when we were in college, I, some, he had some class or something where they had to look at old videos or something. I don't remember. Alex, if you were here, you could explain. Yeah, but please explain yourself. <laughs> but, he, but he alerted me to this fucking Night Ranger music video, which was the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Because in the 80s, you could just look like a fucking monster and be yeah. a oh, rock yeah. star. And they are so mismatched. There's there's the, there's the uh, Jack Blades, um, who is the uh, lead singer of Night Ranger. Nice. His name is Jack Blades. <laughs> who is he um, <laughs> Given name. Giant fucking mane of hair. Um, but then you got this fucking keyboard dude that looks like the Unabomber. Straight up looks like the Unabomber. He just doesn't look like he fits no. in this, even like in the recent pictures yeah, he of looks, them. Now they look, he looks more like, like he belongs now than at any time before. But you go back to those old videos, it's just this weird dude like wearing like a sweatshirt and a hat. <laughs> Like, and they always put him, it seems like, in the back and to the side. Yeah. Like, maybe he's not really yeah, part of the but group. But he's just back there playing that keyboard, getting into it, or playing a guitar <laughs> sometimes. There yeah. he is, to the yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm looking yeah. at right now. He's like, <laughs> like, in the back with a weird shirt. And he a almost looks like he was just drawn so in. They yeah. didn't even bother taking a Oh, it's a my picture. favorite. It's my favorite. Because sometimes he'll just like get on that guitar and go crazy. Wait, okay. Let's, let's look at this picture here. Mm-hmm. He's a time traveler because he looks like a hipster, yeah. like a current day hipster right now, and that's obviously the '80s. Everyone has '80s oh, yeah. hairs and hairs, and <laughs> he looks like a straight up hipster. He's got like a little beanie on. He He's got really does aviator sunglasses <laughs> yeah. and a, and this beard. Okay, guys, just Google Night uh, Ranger. I'm telling you, on the images. He looks like he's photoshopped into every single picture because he does not belong so much. Oh, it's, it's amazing. And the same way with all the videos. And again, guys, all of their music videos are completely fucking bonkers. There's like, I think there's like a trilogy of them where it's like, they find like a magic lamp and then they're pilots and I, yeah, I know. It's, I just keep looking at pictures and I can't. Oh my God. It's about, I would say honestly, about twice a year, I fall down a cable watching every single Night Ranger music video because there's one that has a monkey for no reason. Um, and like, I just, no, it has a monkey for all the reasons. <laughs> it's like, oh god, um, it's the song, um, 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 when you close your eyes, um, do you still think about me? Which is just this dude. Uh, it's a song where a guys just like, um, hey, you remember when we used to date, and then we broke up. <laughs> and the whole music video is just like this woman who's now like having this tough life. She's got these kids, like these kids are running around. She's like worn out and hating her life. Her husband is a chimpanzee, <laughs> making a mess. And like she's like, and the whole song is like, you remember how good things used to be when I was there? And you weren't oh, dating yeah. a chimpanzee? <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, like calm it down. Okay, back to the keyboard player. <laughs> um, I guess a, a current day picture. He's got like a braided goatee. Oh, and it's but, long. Yeah, that's not okay. 
I, I, oh. Not okay. I was not, I don't, I don't think he had that over the weekend. I don't think Disney would allow it. And <laughs> like, their drummer kind of looks like a thinner Will Ferrell. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he looks like the drummer <laughs> from Red Hot Chili Peppers, but thinner. <laughs> um, and I just want to, like, some of, like, the, the rig outs. I mean, Jack Blades, I don't know what oh, he's yeah. wearing. No like, clue. I don't know if you guys caught any of that. Um, like, he, he's a space adventurer. Yeah. It's really I'm, bizarre. But, yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, I'm fascinated with this fucking band because it's <laughs> such a weird crew. And, I mean, the music is just, like, generic, like, 80s, like, crazy, stupid rock music that I find inherently entertaining. Nice. Because um, you know about five bands, right? Yeah, I know roughly five bands. It's, the, it's uh, <laughs> Night Ranger, Cat Stevens, <laughs> The Dells, B.B. King... Oingo Boingo? <laughs> I like how uh, questioning that was. Is it a band, Oingo Boingo? Or was Thelonious it a... Monk. Okay, we're looking um, six now. Lady yeah. Gaga? Definitely <laughs> no. not. Definitely no. not. Prince. <laughs> Vaguely. Okay. I admit, once we get there, it's like really, it's, it's oh, shallow it gets, ground. Okay. Shallow, okay. shallow territory. I was going through people that I have a, a deep knowledge. Oh, uh, Quasi okay. deep knowledge. Okay, of. okay. So, That's fair enough. But yeah, so it's... Yeah, uh, but yeah, Nightmare Ranger, like, watch those videos. It was an insane experience. I'm like, well, I gotta go. I mean, I'm, it's Epcot. Yeah. It's delightful to be at Epcot. And, like, they're gonna do a uh, free performance. Like, why not go out there and check it out? Um, they're doing the uh, um, Flower and Garden Festival currently. Um, Which is always fun. Indeed. So I'm like, all right, well, I go, and I roll up, and I get there a little later than planned, and I miss, like, the first couple of songs. Um, but they're, uh, I, I roll in, and they're about... They're just getting underway with Sister Christian, which okay. I kind of probably, I would say, their famous song. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, their one and only famous song. Yep. Probably the song they've performed the most since the 80s. I would venture to say yes. Well, they kind of forgot the words. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, as I'm walking, I'm like, what is he? Why? I don't hear any singing right now. And then he's like, oh boy, we got Sorry, guys, we haven't quite warmed up yet. Oh. What? You're not warmed up yet. Um, hey, Night Ranger, how about, like, you do the one song that people know you for? Now, do they perform often, you think? When, it, when it's not like... They Flower just put out a new album. Oh, like, uh, well, God, yeah. So, I don't know how often they perform. Yeah. But they're still selling things. And I'm on the mailing list, so I get emails every once in a while. Um... They had, a, they had a Christmas ornament that was available over the holidays. Okay. You could purchase exclusive. <laughs> put it on the tree. Um, didn't, did not order one. <laughs> I just think it's funny That's getting good. emails from Night Ranger. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, wow, this is this is a little rocky. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I'm like, there. So I, I listened. I, there was a couple more songs then. And I was like, okay, it's all right now. They, they haven't forgotten any more of the lyrics, but... I was like, that's that's pretty bad. So I was like, all right, well, this was the first performance of three little half-hour performances. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll catch the next one, or uh, I'll try to catch the last one of the night. Maybe they'll be warmed up by then. There you go. Um, and I was, just, I was just standing there. Like, there was a crowd. Like, there wasn't any seating. But I was like, that's fine. I'll just stand here. It's half an hour. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and also, I don't really need to see Night Ranger. No one needs to see Night Ranger Jeez, because they've never been uh, people that you wanted to look at because they are weird looking. Um, so, you know, I meet up with you guys. Yeah. yeah. Walk around, uh, grab some de- delicious uh, items. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So eventually we're kind of in the general area. Yeah. Um, and 
Uh, we're just, we can actually hear them from where we, we happen to be uh, standing. And I was like, oh, wow, they're doing some different songs. They're doing some of, the, some of the slower songs. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if you're doing, like, if you're doing, like, a five-song set, I don't know, maybe don't break out the, like, the slow, <laughs> slow, easy um, Night Ranger songs. Because yeah. nobody knows those songs except me because I've watched the videos and aye, think aye, they're stupid. Aye. There were some fans, though, because we did see, like, at yeah. least one guy, like, with a shirt. Yeah. But it wasn't, up. you know, it was, it was kind of sad, though, because to me it looked like a newer shirt. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see, like, okay, this well, is the Well, that's a guy that has the Christmas 80s. ornament as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's buying oh, yeah. all the things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, got the, you got the whole gift pack for the holidays. But it would just oh, be great yeah, if he yeah. still had, like, the 1983 World Tour shirt that he got in 1983 at the World Tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. So, there was, I was like, wow, this, man, Night Ranger, really phoning it, phoning it in. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> So I'm like, well, you know, regardless, I'm going to go and watch that. Because I just want to yeah. see how they opened. I was like, yeah. what does Night Ranger open with? Because it's clearly not Sister Christian. Um, that was what they were doing halfway through. Yeah. So. But you would think that would either be their opener or their closer. Nope. Yeah. Somewhere in the middle. Um, so I I, um, I say, well, farewell, friends. I'm yeah. leaving you to watch Night Ranger. Um, and we say... Enjoy. Yeah, because yeah, we had like a little bit of a group with yeah, us. Yeah, it was seven and, of um, us. Yeah, and and that which is big for us. Usually it's just you know a few. Yeah. But anyways, uh, everyone like at a point was just like, "Where'd Brad go to?" Like, because they thought they just went to the restroom real quick or whatever. Because Brad was just kind of like, "All right, I'm out, Night Ranger." <laughs> like it's happening. Yeah, and I didn't so. hear what you had said because you were kind of like on the other side of the group for yeah. me. And so like we go to leave. It was like we're in France or whatever, and we go to leave, and I was like. Didn't Brad just go to the bathroom? Like, we're gonna just, like, leave? Like, that's uh, rude. <laughs> hey, hey, where'd my friends go? <laughs> oh, I guess they were never friends at all. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I need some punky music behind that. <laughs> I guess they were never friends at all. Oh. <laughs> sad sack. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then Dan said, oh, no, he went to Night Ranger. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Got I it. forgot. Yeah. We were having a good time. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so I go over there and they open with one of their new songs. Oh god damn it! Which uh, guess what? Nobody's buying the new Night Ranger album. <laughs> so what is the sound like? I mean, is it still like the like eighties? Oh yeah, it's just it's rock. Night Ranger. It's like you Why can't not be change? you can't yeah. not be Night Ranger. Yeah, um, I guess that's the way to do it though. Because if you try to do yeah. something like something like more modern and new, then it's like, well, what is this? Yeah, and then it was I like mean, uh, you, um, you lose either way. Yeah, I think it was like um, uh, you take me higher or whatever. Um, and then I think it was Sister Christian. Okay. And uh, then uh, um, don't tell me you love me. <laughs> um, I'm actually just looking at Wikipedia. Like, what were the songs they did? I don't remember. So, do they? Um, do they? Did it seem like they played the same set that they did the first time, or is it different? I was. A, I. I. I know they did. Uh, Don't tell me you love me and Sister Christian the first time. Okay. But I think they were changing it up a bit. Hmm. But clearly, they were saving it for the last show because I will say, um, they definitely seemed to actually be trying. Okay. Um, 
Though, you know, we had joked about um, me getting in line for, to wait for a seat. Yeah. I get over there, and there's like a whole half of the thing that's like just empty. And yeah, like, you sent me a picture. Oh, and it was like, you know, as it went on, people came and sat down. So it wasn't like there was a whole empty side, but yeah. there was plenty of seating. No well, worries. I think most of the true Night Ranger fans, it was time for them to go to bed. I think so. They were there for the first show. Oh, 8 p.m. That's too late for me. Gotta be in bed. So it was entertaining, but yeah, one point he's like, oh, hey, it looks like somebody put the lyrics out here for us. They think we're going to forget the songs. And I want to be like, because you did earlier. <laughs> hey, Jack Blades, you forgot the words earlier. Your one and only song. <laughs> the reason they put them out is because you forgot them earlier this evening. So, what? I mean, it's not going to be like Disney put the songs out, so someone in his team put those yeah. lyrics out, which is kind of great. Because that means... They had the lyrics oh, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. They're not. They're not going. To, hey, is there anywhere we can use a printer? Is there anywhere Night Ranger needs a printer? They're not doing that. They no. have them. No. Yeah. It's every yeah, every yeah. every performance. It's like, guys, don't put out the lyrics. We know the songs. All right. Don't be patronizing. We're professionals. All right. We know what we're doing. All right. Sure, Jack. Kill. Right. Second performance. Yeah, we're putting it. I'm not happy again. Yeah. <laughs> That's just we can't. We can't. That's mm-hmm. embarrassing. It's not allowed. So, um, but it was it was entertaining. It was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. stupid, which is why I enjoyed That's, it. That's, I mean, most of Eat to the Beat is yeah. anyone who's coming there to perform. It's one of those, like, you go, you watch these bands because you're like, this is going to be amazing and terrible at the same time. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you'll get, like, that band that's like, like, we Boys wa- to Men. Boys to Men kills it every yeah. time they're there. They have a crowd and a half every time they're yeah. there. Um... Who's a big bad voodoo daddy? Yeah, they're kills it. Good, yeah. But like things like we walked by when Pointer Sisters were there a couple of weeks ago. Pointer Sisters. Who's even remembering who these women are? No offense, Pointer Sisters. Ooh. But as I walked by, they were really good, and I was like, "Good for you." I mean, now it was their later show, so maybe I they forgot the, the lyrics after earlier in the day. <laughs> Also, it's some light in the early shows. Like you want to go when it's when it's dark. Yeah, because then you get the yeah because they're doing all the lights, lights and um, stuff. Yeah, and they were they were really. I mean, just like really going to some guitars. Look at look at wow. look at look at look at the keyboard guy over here. He thinks I he's mean, in a different band. He he is in a different <laughs> band. He's <laughs> in a different world. I mean, uh. and they're just like so eighties rocking it. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of times, like, they're doing, like, they're waving guitars over their heads and, like, acting like they're about to smash a guitar. Yeah. And but like, then they don't smash the guitar. Before, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, uh. nope. I mean, just so. The most 80s fucking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. Oh, but then oh, this yeah. guy in front of you, he's, like, pumping his fist and. And there was, know, or is that your hand? No, that was. Not- <laughs> <laughs> that just Brad just filming like yeah. I, there's one. There's there's a couple ladies up front that I think have to be wives because for a while, like the first couple of songs, they were really getting up and dancing and getting into it. I'm like, oh yeah. no, that's 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 a relative. Like they there's definitely yeah. There's no one who's like, having that reaction to that. I mean, they are in the front row, Night Ranger. Maybe they are like yeah, that into Night Ranger, but I doubt it. Yeah, because usually either you're with the band and that's why you're in the front row, or I'm with you, the band. yeah, <laughs> or you've purchased one of their um, packages where like it's a oh, dinner like VIP, and VIP yeah. seating. Yeah, which I'm like, yeah, why are you the night ranger? Yeah, 
Adaptops. Like, I'm thinking we should do that for Berlin in a couple weeks, because oh, that'll be, be cool, but, like, Night Ranger? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I get, I, like, I am most likely the the biggest Night Ranger fan that exists that's still coherent. Um, <laughs> oh, and it is purely, um, I would say, an ironic love. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah. But I fall down those K-holes, watch those videos. Nice. It's a good time. Um, saw some other monsters while we were at Epcot. <laughs> some besides Night Ranger? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so at, at the uh, Flower Garden, they have a lot of uh, booths with uh, with different um, food items. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of amazing food at Epcot, yes. always. Yes. Because yeah. I'm like, that's what Epcot has become, is just one food festival after another. Yes. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's, all for it. It's pretty much 12, 12, uh, 12 months a year. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it used to be just like a couple months, it was just one thing, and then... Yeah, it, and like even food and wine used more. to be shorter, yeah. and now that's expanded. Then they yeah. have the arts thing, and now... Yeah. And now but yeah, so know, it's, it's a year of food yeah. around the world. Yeah, and as you go around, as there's like different be. little um, little stalls with uh, varying items. Yeah. So it's a good time. Um, and as I'm walking along, I just see this fucking girl. In her hand yeah. <laughs> is a white bread bologna sandwich. I can say, I, I can tell it's that because she's flopping it in the air, just waving it about, gesticulating so with a bologna sandwich on white bread. This is just as good as anything here. I don't even care. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, what you have in your hand is a white bread bologna sandwich. I can promise you anything else that's here. Yeah. Is Even going like to knock some it out of the, the shitty stuff that's oh, there. Oh, the worst thing here. Like it's the funnel be- cake is going to yeah. be better than that. <laughs> yeah. B- basically anything you can purchase in the America area. The, it's gonna- the water is better. Because, you know, we were talking about this bread. Where do you even find white bread anymore? Can you just find... I, I was wondering, a of like, white can you bread? buy white... Where do you... I don't even know. Is like, it like Wonder Bread white bread? Yeah. Don't yeah, they do, do white bread? sell that? Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Is it like in a different think, section than, like, actual yeah, bread that people buy? So many, when you look at the bread section, there are just so many varieties and colors. And all, like, yeah. I never really no, noticed, No, like, I'm almost positive, and I think Publix has a white bread brand as well. Is Jeez. it like... Is it, like, under, like, Twinkies or something in that, like, weird section? <laughs> I think it is. Because, like, I feel like I just think of bread, and I, I can't even... I yeah. think of the bread aisle, and I'm, like, looking at all these, all right, so let's see, there's a, there's a honey wheat, there's all these um, yeah. artisan breads, yeah. these these really expensive breads that I'm never going to no, buy. No, no. Um, come on. Like, it's crazy. If they sold them in, like, quarter lobes, maybe yeah. I would buy them. But <laughs> I'm, like, the payment plan. Just yeah. white bread? Yeah. Like how? And how is it not like just disintegrating and like oh, you know, she's like flopping it? Like it's flopping. It it's flop- flopping. It I see. I see all the in- in- ingredients <laughs> flopping around. We we got we got two delicious slices of white bread Ooh. that she purchased in the seventies. Her um, time machine. Uh, we got a big old thick floppy slice of bologna right there. What else have we got? We got a craft single oh, cheese slice. Oh jeez. And it's probably just slathered in mayonnaise. Yeah, any mayonnaise. Oh, I, was, I, I didn't see any condiments for sure. I like to imagine there was some nice yellow mustard there. Um, Could you imagine if it's just a dry ass bologna sandwich? Oh. Did she did pull you out a glass of milk her? at least or something? <laughs> Dip it in the milk. <laughs> this is just as good as anything else there. I brought this milk from home. It's, I've been out in the heat all day. It tastes just as good. 
<laughs> you know what they say? They don't make milk like they did in the seventies anymore. Mm. My mean, vintage milk. This, this is a, this is a whole theme uh. park of basically Epcot is just a food theme park. Yes, yeah. like that's all it is. It's There's not really much else there. It's one of my favorite parks. Yeah, <laughs> and like you know, some of this food is like on the higher end. I yeah. mean, you're getting it from a kiosk and it's little taster or whatever. But I mean, these are well thought out. Foods. Yeah, I'm I got my, my little menu here. Let me just knock out some items and you tell me if it's better or worse. <laughs> than, than, than a white bread bologna sandwich with craft uh, single cheese and may or may not have had condiments. I uh, mean, even the candied strawberries that I love, but they could rip your mouth open at any oh yeah. moment in time. <laughs> Still better than bologna sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> um... What about a currywurst with paprika chips? Roasted bratwurst with curry, ketchup, and paprika spice chips. Bologna sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, better or worse than a bologna sandwich, yeah. Mm. Uh, Obviously better. Like, come on. All right, all right. What about um, field greens with fresh strawberries, blue cheese, strawberry vinaigrette, and spiced pecans? Oh. Bologna sandwich. <laughs> I still need to get that. Uh, that does, uh, yeah, I'm like, oh. their, their wild berry buckle thing is a delight. Oh, that does look pretty it's solid. It's really good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tasty treats. As we look through this menu, I'm, I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I oh, need yeah. to get that. That's right. Um, <laughs> I need to go back to Epcot, like, now. Hmm, uh, like, <laughs> some good They even stuff. have pictures in, in the little book. <laughs> just... I'm just falling down a K-hole, like, looking at this. <laughs> um, what about... Looking for a really. What about the beef brisket burnt ends hash with white cheddar fondue and pickled jalapenos? Bologna sandwich. Bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you had suggested the burnt ends to me, and it was very good. It was, yeah, I yeah, enjoyed it, it much. Yeah. I mean, come on. What's yeah, like, uh, you know. I understand, like, if you're, like, on a budget and you don't want to spend a bunch of money, because Epcot, you can lose a lot of money real yes. fast. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, I, I no problem. I, I I almost always take beverages to Disney because I'm not yeah. paying Disney prices for beverages ever. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Um, but like, you know, your bologna sandwich isn't as good as anything there. No, but you know, uh, and fucking Larry the Cable Guy monster. We, we have we have uh, some family that uh, has been married into the family that they uh, they happen to be Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee uh, trash, filling up the highways. Tennessee and, uh, trash, clogging up the byways. And and they own half of Jasper, Tennessee. Which, you know, I mean, probably they're worth maybe a couple thousand. But no, I mean, you know, they, they, <laughs> they've been in the community for a long time. You know, they they've inherited uh, land and wealth of Jasper, Tennessee. And anyways, they go to Disney all the time. That's their, that's their thing. That's their trips. Yeah, because they like, were for the lo- like because. They're, they all just, like, work in the school system. And we're, like, school teachers and stuff, which is great, you know? But we're just like, how do they afford to come to Disney all the time? Yeah. Yeah. But so, and then we found out they're Jasper Rich. Like, yeah. They which, own which pretty then much it made the sense. whole town. But so you have these people so you who, see Jasper. <laughs> like, you know, like, some of their fun, amazing things to do in, I'm sure, Jasper, you have to go outside of Jasper to do things, yes. is going to, like, the Golden Corral. Like, that's a big thing, I'm sure. Go to Golden Corral. And so when you go to Disney, because they've got the dollars for it, and they're staying in nice hotels and all this, but, like, if you try to say, like, hey, why don't you try this food, it's like, oh, that's too fancy for me. Yes. I can't have this fancy food. Yeah, so during food and wine, they always make um, ADRs, advanced dining, dining reservations, at 
like one of the restaurants because they can't eat food from food and wine yeah, because it's too, it's too fancy. So they just go to like the English pub, which let's be clear, the English oh, pub is delicious. very good, very good, delicious food. But you know, you <laughs> it's can like get you're that. in England. It's not like you're in you England. Can, you can get that in a, a lot of places. Now, can you get it in Jasper? I I can't speak for that. We got a long but, John Silvers. <laughs> yes, you can get it in Jasper. Yeah, but uh, but still, like you know, you think you'd want to you know be adventurous. But what I'm saying is, there are these people who that have a lot of money. Because if you're at Disney, you have a lot of money. If you don't live here, like you, yeah. you're spending thousands upon thousands of dollars for your family to go there. You know, with how much you pay for the hotel, the tickets. This is coming you know. out after John has visited us, right? And he's not scaring him off, right? <laughs> no, but they're doing it. Right, be in town, but that's going to hear this for a while, John. Yeah. That's why we just put out a three-hour episode, just in case, to keep you slowed down. <laughs> no, I, I think John and Angie, uh, yeah. they're, they're doing it very well yeah. and, and in an affordable manner. But, you know, some people are, I mean, they're here for like two weeks. Yeah, stay yeah. on properties. Yeah, and ten, like ten days, 12 and like days, some of these places understand. that you know a night is four hundred dollars, and that's on the not lower end, but yeah. it's not high on the high end either. It's like kind of, and then just your meals. meals like, yeah, I just so I, I I just don't understand how you would like be able to like spend all this money, but then just eat. A bologna sandwich. And I don't think she's eating a bologna sandwich by choice. Like, okay, we've spent all this money. No, she's trying to talk herself up. Yeah, she's like, yeah, "Yeah, I can't eat this fancy food. I've got to have this bologna sandwich. It's as good as anything else. Floppity flop, flop, flop. It's it's just, like, I just can't deal with this. You're fucking white trash. You're a white trash monster. If you're broke... Okay, cool. Be broke, but don't pretend. Yeah, and I, but don't I feel like pretend. if you're broke, you're not waving around your bologna no, sandwich you're saying like, how great it is. Yeah, sandwich in secret. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, you're sitting near a restaurant to act as if you're eating food from yeah. a restaurant, and you're like smelling <laughs> like you get it like wrapped up in some paper, like you actually bought it somewhere, and like, oh, I'm just eating this sandwich I bought <laughs> on Disney property, yeah. not my stupid bologna sandwich. <laughs> 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 Beef brisket burnets. <laughs> oh, oh boy! You know I'm too full for my sandwich I just bought to enjoy uh, seared scallops with French green beans, uh, butter potatoes, uh, brown butter vinaigrette, and apple with smoked bacon. Oh my god! I just love my delicious. sandwich. <laughs> god, sounds good. Uh, <laughs> um, are we all heading to Epcot after this I recording? So. <laughs> I just I can't believe this fucking monster. That is yeah. insane. That's definitely a bologna sandwich monster for yeah, sure. Definitely. Um, She'll be in the bracket, right? Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so I want to talk about a monster I met earlier that day before I got to Epcot. Oh, um, <laughs> Now that morning, um, I went to the farmer's market, walked around, saw a bunch of cute dogs. This is what Brad Couples does now that he has a car. Yeah, okay. He's so, like all over town. I, am all, I, I, I know you have a story coming, but I just want to share something with you that Tammy and I are a little nervous about, and we just want to mention it to the Ramjack listeners that maybe you want to start uh, some sort of GoFundMe or something for Brad <laughs> to bail him out of jail because this is the inevitable. So Brad Couples, as we all know, has a car now. Okay. Um, I know that you have a couple little things on the list that still need to get done, and then the next big thing is get a get a get a place where sure. maybe you can have a dog. Or twenty, and we're worried that one day we're gonna come over <laughs> and like knock on the door, and you're just hearing all these pops, all these pups, and, and Brad like opens up the door, and there's all these little puppies just trying to like peek out. Like, Brad, um, what 
what's going on, bud? What happened? And like, oh, well, I've got this app on my phone, and I'm <laughs> borrowing a lot of pops right now. Uh, Some of them have been borrowed for quite a while. Yeah, I'm not planning on returning, so... Didn't see you to return them, it just said borrow. <laughs> yeah, so... It's um, not bark and borrow and return. We're gonna need some bail money for Brad. Uh, we're gonna need to hire a pretty good lawyer, pretty good uh, pup attorney. Listen, uh, hey, whatever happens, happens. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I'm at the farmer's market. Seemed to go and do like a straight up snatch. And I'm like, it's just right there. And I'm like, I could just like snatch that dog right now. But I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> but wait till you have your own place. I was, I was just casing. <laughs> I was casing the joint, seeing what's up. Um, I'm just going to take a lot more planning and uh, um, fake like alibis. It's that goes to a bar to test themselves. <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> So then um, I go to the grocery store, um, and, I, and I'm going to um, go to Starbucks, and I'm in the parking lot, and I look in front of me, and the car directly in front of me, what's there? Another golden doodle. In the car, locked in this car, alone, its oh. owner has gone inside the grocery store. Stupid. Like, Stupid. You don't, what like, the fuck is wrong with you? You're not supposed to leave dogs in your cars anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. But definitely not in Florida. Yeah, and I know it's still winter for a lot of our friends, but here it's like 80 degrees. It's going to be, by this weekend, it's supposed to be almost 90. Yeah, and in a car, a hot car, it's 100 plus degrees, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, So I turned off my engine, and I sat there and waited, also in a hot car, um... Because I'm like, I, so you could feel the dog's pain. So what, yes, <laughs> no, also I just some Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I'd already stopped my car, ready. and I just decided I'm gonna because I was also texting Tammy. Yeah, yeah. Um, sending me pictures of the dog, and I was like, and I just happened to like, and I look up, and there's a dog just sitting there. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, so we're discussing this. Um, meanwhile, it's getting hot in the car, and I'm like, God, it's fucking assholes. I'm like, I want to go rescue slash steal this dog. Um, <laughs> heavy on the rescue <laughs> so I'm just like well I'm just gonna wait now because it's been a few minutes and this per- this person has not come back for their dog yet yeah um, I some- somebody came towards the car I thought oh well this is gonna be the person no it wasn't them so 10 minutes 10 minutes I sat there and waited um, so stupid till wow. this person rolls up oh boy let me tell you about this rig out this fucking dude um could have played a uh, keyboard for Night Ranger um uh, <laughs> I see <laughs> a grown man, flip-flops, shorts, t-shirt, straw hat. <laughs> this motherfucker is wearing a straw hat. And, like, a straw hat. Like, like he's Tom Sawyer's straw hat. So stupid. A straw hat. Flip-flops, shorts, t-shirt, straw hat. Brad's arch nemesis. What the fu- How did you leave your house? What? When do you decide? You know what? Straw hat today. <laughs> like I mean, I feel like hipsters are taking it too far at this point. <laughs> if, if this motherfucker decided, oh, I've got to run to the grocery store real quick to pick up something, I'm just gonna throw on my flip flops, my shorts, and my t-shirt. I'm like, bad call. It's the middle of the day on Saturday. Like you should have already taken a shower and put on clothes like a human. People are gonna see you. But like, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know your life. You're in a hurry. Maybe you could do that. I'm still judging you. But whatever. Straw hat is in Straw hat. That's extra. Like, that's like... You purposely put that on. Yeah. That wasn't like, oh man, my hair is messy. I need to put a hat on. That's not what that no. was. No. <laughs> straw hat it's is a choice. A straw 
motherfucking hat. Oh, and I'm also gonna take my little pup. I'll just leave him in the car. Cool, cool. That's what I don't understand. Why do you have your dog with you if you're just gonna leave it in the car? Yeah. Where um, were you coming from? Where are you going? Here's the other thing. This motherfucker has a girlfriend. She's with him. So many questions. One, why didn't she stay with the dog? Two, yeah. why did they bring the dog? Uh, why did they leave the dog? Why is she with this motherfucker? Why did she let a dude walk anywhere with her wearing a straw hat? Yeah. What is her deal? She's she's damaged, obviously, so as, damaged. A, as a person. <laughs> okay. I, I, I know the answer, obviously, but... Do they have to get baloney? Like, well, no, well, who's the bigger monster here? Hmm. Because is it the guy with the straw fucking hat, blah, blah, or is it the girlfriend saying, this is okay, wear a straw hat, lock a fucking cute golden doodle in a hot-ass car? Who's the bigger monster? It, I, I feel like it's tough. The yeah. straw hat, I mean... Yeah. I mean, know, straw hat. Well, straw yeah, hat. And, and I mean, but, would she... I don't know... Like, you know, you can't tell a grown adult what to do. You can suggest, maybe don't go out with that straw Well, you can hat. leave them. Well, you can leave for them. sure. Maybe Ultimate, that was is, the plan. If ultimatums were built for nothing, they're built for straw hats. Yeah. Maybe she didn't have a ride and he was picking her up and he picked her up wearing that straw hat and she didn't know about it and she had no other way to get home because she's not going to use the Orlando bus system. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's an Uber situation. Yeah. yeah. Unless... <laughs> she was sticking around for the dog, which obviously she is not because she left the dog in the yeah, goddamn yeah. car. You almost had me. Ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, there are no. solid points. All. Oh, no, no, she left the dog. Yeah. Oh. And that's why it's like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's worse by association. Yeah, by, definitely. I'm just saying... I like I was this close to just like I'm gonna break oh, that yeah. dog out and snatch yeah. it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was. Brad was really close. I was getting the text. I'm like, because yeah. Tammy's like telling me what Brad is texting, and I think one of them was like uh, something about like, oh, you know, when am I gonna do this? When am I gonna like <laughs> take this dog, rescue this dog? And I was like, right after he hit the send <laughs> button, that's when he's. Totally it's a damn good thing there wasn't a hammer in my car. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> There is now. Now Brad <laughs> has a sledgehammer. It's just called a rescue hammer. <laughs> <laughs> a rescue pup hammer. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine Brad like, puppy, get away from the window. Get away from the window. <laughs> I'm going to get you out, buddy. <laughs> I mean, they manufacture windows now so that they don't... Yeah, yeah it's tempered. And Listen, so I thought not about all the scenarios. <laughs> Let's not act like I'm going into this like with any questions. I know I've got a plan. <laughs> To snatch a dog. <sighs> oh boy! So that was so, my Saturday with monsters. Yeah. Oh boy. So uh, I've got a monster for you, Brad. Oh boy. <laughs> I don't. Has, he's been on the monster bracket before, though. I think. Has he? Um. Were we doing monster brackets at the time? That's a good question. Um, it might have been, right? I, I'll, I'll. Well, we'll go to the Ramjack Wiki. Yeah. Let's find out <laughs> what uh, Jonathan Pernisek says. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Oh, Mr. Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow cast spitter. Oh. oh. No, we got a no. Oh. Brian Feldman has not. Confirmed. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, well. For your is, service to Ramjack. He is. He Actually, will be. I, I added, this is one of those okay. brand new oh. things. Oh. Okay, my bad. Thanks to me. Thank, Thank you, Brad. Brad. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. Uh. <laughs> 
So, my monster then, to add to your bracket, this is my submission. Alright. <laughs> uh, April Anarchy. Ooh, is uh, Brian Feldman, our very own Orlando performance ah. artist. Brian Feldman. You've heard Brad talk about oh, Brian yeah. Feldman. Dan, I think you were on one time talking about Brian yeah, Feldman, right? Yeah, they were right? chatting about him, yeah. Hi, so... How he made me put on gloves so I could tie a tie for him. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. I, th- I think yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. yeah. So I'm oh, saying, God I think, damn it. think you've been on here talking about some Feldman yeah. action. This was the guy that I um, hung in posters for. <laughs> um, but one thing though, Brad, if we could thank Brian Feldman, because mm-hmm. maybe you do or you don't, but because of Brian Feldman, you still have the storage unit. I do, yeah. Which, I, at this point, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. It's, it's costing me probably thousands of dollars at this point. But, you know, um, there were some tough times. Yeah. And you were paid to put up the posters. Uh, yeah. And because of that, you were able to, yep. to pay your bill. And it was about to yeah, yeah, be done. Yeah, so, that's very um, true, very true. There is that. So, uh, begrudging thanks to uh, um, a local monster. Uh, <laughs> Who tried to not pay us for, like, a couple posters. Did try to, like, oh, what an asshole. He really <laughs> God, he's such a fucking prick. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, what has he got going on now? Yeah, this had to be like a week or two ago. I think I sent you guys um, oh. a picture of Brian Feldman. Uh, his latest uh, thing was going to be March thing, 11th. you mean performance. Yes, performance. His latest art piece. Sure. From March 11th to April 30th out in St. Pete, it was something called Fresh Squeezed. And it was a picture of him holding an orange. Doesn't explain <laughs> what the performance was. Ugh. Nothing. Just this is what it's called. In the Trump era, is. that is a very upsetting yeah. title. And the thing is, like, this is most of his posters. You don't actually know what you're getting yourself into, no. and I think that's on purpose. Well, yeah. Um. So you know, Dan and Brad were not happy that I sent them this image at all. <laughs> yeah. I think I was not friends with them that day. Yeah, there was some expletives and some nope, 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 yep. and. So today, I'm just minding my own business and what comes through Facebook, <laughs> but a link about Brian's performance in St. Pete. So, turns out, yeah, he's, sque- he's squeezing fucking oranges for you. and the per- Because art. Because art. And the um, part that's the other performance, I mean, he's squeezing the orange juice, but you have to also get involved. So you go up to him and to tell him what size orange juice you want, whether you want a small cup, a medium cup, or a large cup, you either have to draw an orange for a small cup, and he's got like paper and crayons out there, a cup of juice for a medium cup of orange juice, or you have to draw a picture of Brian Feldman making oh, the juice for you. a large cup of juice. <sighs> so, <laughs> I go, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't understand. Um, and it, it, like, what makes it perform it? Like, I don't understand. And is there something about it. him doing the dishes? Or is that his oh, other yeah, performance? Oh, yeah. Well, he did a dishwashing yeah. performance. Yeah, but he does Because I guess this is his thing now where he also will wash dishes for you. Yeah. Um, as well. But he I assume a, he's washing the dishes. He's making the orange juice. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't I, tell that. Because you, you sent the thing, and I read, like, a couple yeah, sentences yeah. here and there, and I was like, I can't. I just... Um, they also talked about I his won't. performance last week, which... I'd seen something about, but I didn't send it to you guys, where he went to Lake Eola and was on the amphitheater over there. 
and he performed a new work. No. Uh, Brian Feldman's William Shakespeare's Macbeth, during which he spent two hours and 42 minutes repeating the word Macbeth more than 17,000 times. He wore a hockey mask and the audience had been given earplugs ahead of time. What? <laughs> I mean, okay. I don't... <laughs> so he's he's done like some Shakespeare things before where he like tweeted something. I don't know if it was Macbeth or it might have been Yeah, it was some other works, yeah. I, thought. I don't know. Yeah, it was something else. But it was something Shakespeare, um, yeah. And, and so he's done that before. Um now, okay, so Lake Eola, um, it's it's right downtown. It's sort of like the thing that you know about Orlando other than Disney. Um, it's kind of like a big landmark. Also, it so happens that, you know, it is downtown, and so there are, um, the homeless population is there, and there are certain areas where they can go to ask for money and things like that. You know, the, the city of Orlando has kind of done certain things, and, um, how did the police not be like, what is this homeless man doing up here with a hockey mask <laughs> on? Like, he had to get permits for yeah, that, right? I mean, he had to get, like... Same I mean, and the fact that they're times. giving out earplugs ahead of time, yeah, so yeah. this is all, pl- which means he had volunteers yeah. helping him. Well, you know, um, there are these. I mean, there are. When, when, when okay. Um, well, okay. If he if he had called Dan, Dan would have been there helping. That's all I'm saying. Mainly because Dan thinks it's hilarious because it's so ridiculous. I understand this. Okay, but yes, <laughs> Brian Feldman for me has jumped the shark. <laughs> Also, also, when he unexpectedly, I guess, came to my house and dropped off a poster that I was in somehow, but like, didn't call, didn't text, didn't knock on the door, it was just there, and I was like, okay, it's time to move. And that's why we moved, Brad. <laughs> Brian Feldman just unexpectedly came and dropped off a poster. Um, so the washing dishes, by the way, was a different performance. Oh, a different piece. So squeezing band. oranges was one. Okay. Washing dishes is the other. And then he has done this one before in Orlando, which is the coin-operated game, where he crawls into a coin-operated, like the... Uh, yeah, um, a skill crane. A skill crane what he thing. Calls it. But, you know, a claw machine. Yeah, skill, cra- skill crane kid or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's what he calls himself when he gets yeah. the claw machine. So he's going to be doing the squeezed orange thing for, like, a, like almost two months okay. over in uh, St. Pete. Uh, he's It's billed as the longest performance art piece in the history of Pinellas County. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this here Pinellas County. And the first in the Moran's history, which is, like, the the art museum he's at uh, or in front of it was idea. Feldman it has Feldman standing in the gallery's window squeezing fresh orange juice uh, for what will amount to 140 hours when it wraps up April 30th I can't believe how long this article is um, because it I just scrolled through oh, yeah. and like it just took me five years like there's not that much to say about this dumb motherfuckers making orange juice for fucking drawings I mean, it, the article goes into, like, every performance piece he's ever done. That's why. Like, so it's... <laughs> can, can, now, is he going to take all the drawings then and make them into a book that he can sell on Feldbog.com? He, sh- he should. I mean, if you were smart, that is that is what he would do. But I don't think he's going to. No. Now, uh, Feldman doesn't shy away from the oddness of much of his work. He couldn't help but beam, as he called his Macbeth, the absolute weirdest thing I've ever done. That's not no. the absolute weirdest thing. The weirdest thing, thing you've ever done? <laughs> Is when you are across the street 
from the Orlando Art Museum in the dark, like <laughs> next to a fucking lake with probably alligators in it, wearing all white and had like this red light near where his heart is and it, and it's blinking <laughs> and you're supposed to touch his heart for like 30 seconds or something and it was called like TikTok or some shit. That was fucking weird because it's not lit up at all in that area. That's that's murder town. <laughs> and let's never forget the, the Feldman dynamic where he yes. sits and has dinner with his family. Which was really his first his first thing. Yeah. God, he is the fucking worst. Yeah. And then there was the uh, Feldman Film Festival where he played, like, home movies, which I can't imagine what that was. Okay, so, oh, then here's some information about Dishwasher, which is the dishwasher. Yeah. Uh, It's called Dishwasher, in which he'll visit people's homes in St. Petersburg and wash their dirty dishes. When the dishes are clean, they hand him a script of their choosing. Anything from original poetry to a scene from a movie, and he'll perform it solo. Once he performed the entire vagina monologues on a rooftop in Philadelphia. (laughs) And then you have to tell him... (laughs) <laughs> is he a better dishwasher yes. or a better actor? Yeah. That's the performance. Oh. So, oh shit, Brad, could you imagine if he came over to your place? <laughs> Brad, you should have him come over. <laughs> have him come over, Brad. He'll never want to do that performance piece again, I'll tell you that. It'll serve him right. Seriously. Fuck you, fell dog. Oh, that'll <sighs> teach him. Um, guys, again, I know we keep alluding to it, but uh, I'm living in a real nightmare zone. Uh, I'm not there currently, so I don't mind saying it. There you go. But it is a scary, scary place. <laughs> Can't wait to get out of there. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, so that's my submission for... Um, oh, that's for a strong the, contender. A strong monster contender. And you were worried about, like, okay... Oh, boy. I, was, I mean, come on. I was on. like, are we going to have enough scary monsters this year? Oh, yeah. Uh, I give you Brian oh, yeah. Feldman. <laughs> Strong contender. Oh, jeez. Uh, God damn it. Okay, we, we just need to go <laughs> All right, you guys much. don't have to look at his picture anymore. There you go. <laughs> too much. He looks like a scarier Paul Shear. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Whew. All right. Um, hey, Dan. What's been going on in your life? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Did you, that was did natural, you... right? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, let, let's get uh let's get the hard hitting Japanese food news out of the way, right? Okay. Um so of course we all know about uh caraben culture. You know, um character bento boxes, of course. Where it's a bento box and you make these characters like uh Mickey Mouse or <laughs> like anything. Is that like when and, you um, like you get the rice and you put it? Yeah. In, okay. And you yeah, you have like rice and you they're make like, like a cookie whole cutters, thing. but okay. they're uh, you know you just rice instead of cookie dough. Yeah. <laughs> Not as exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and then so it's it's a part of the kawaii culture, you know, cute versus kawaii, and and kawaii is it's a pure feeling of unabashed joy taken in the undemanding presence of innocent. Harmless, adorable things. And so, what this article is kind of talking about, and, and I've heard of this before, where, like, Japanese mothers are basically, um, <laughs> they're kind of put against each other. Um, when, when these kids open up their bento boxes, it's basically, like, 
a how big your, is your dick contest of like how cool <laughs> is your bento box and how nice. much and it's equated to how much your mother loves you. Love it. Love it. <laughs> like oh the love of your mother. So, and we learned about kawaii stuff in uh, in Japan and Epcot. Yeah, so you can learn a <laughs> lot of things. <laughs> But yeah, so this uh, article is, is, is talking about that, and um, what I'm wondering is, when is Alex going to get into this Kawhi Caravan game? Because now he's got two kids. Yeah. Alex, you gotta... You... How big is your dick, Alex? I know. <laughs> you gotta start proving it, friend. Flop it out on the table, and let's see that rice Hello Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I want to see um, a full Archie character uh, yes. box. <laughs> yeah, because they make like these like breads that have illustrations within the loaf. Like here's one that oh, has wow. like all the peanut characters. Oh wow! <laughs> from Charlie That's Brown. Hardcore. I mean, it's, like people are doing some things. So that's something that's going on in in Japan. That's food related. Um, also. We all know, of course, that in Japan, um, algae is great for food and face creams. But now, yeah, we know that. Uh, but now, a Japanese firm is uh, cultivating a type of algae for use um, in jet fuel. The company is aiming to produce 33,000 gallons of jet fuel a year from Japan's first algae biofuel refinery. Yeah. Fair enough. So so that's what's happening. So food is not just for eating anymore. It's also for flying, apparently. <laughs> we always knew it would happen. We knew. We, we knew it was coming. Um, I've been saying it for years. When will we stop just eating food and start using it to power jets? <laughs> All the jets. <laughs> And then um, our final Japanese food news um, is actually, it's kind of funny, Tammy, because you had sent me um, this thing about um, a, a Japanese museum about ramen. Yes, uh, that Claire had posted on Facebook, yeah. <laughs> and so um, there's actually other um, museums in Japan of food. And so I so want to go to Japan. (laughs) Yeah, you you need to get there, Tammy, because there there's of course the ramen museum, which is like the big one. Um, I'm sorry, I'm lost. (laughs) Yeah, it's a real Alex situation. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's also Cup Noodle, which is another one um, where the, the 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 Nissan Cup Noodle Museum takes the museum tag a lot more seriously than uh, the Ramen Museum. Because the Ramen Museum is pretty much like a theme park. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, essentially yeah. like what it is. It's a ramen but, theme park. It looks like a delight and I could just swim through it. Just, but just this one is like a contemporary art museum. <laughs> they're, what? They're really trying to make it happen. And then there's uh, Mayo Terrace. Because apparently in Japan, as we all know, uh, mayonnaise is a huge thing. It's very popular. And in Japan, if you're a fan of mayo, you're called a mayola. What? Yeah. What? You're, you're a mayola. Gross. Oh. So uh, there's a museum just for the mayolas out there in your life. Oh. 
Um, I have a friend who's actually um, has been on her honeymoon in Japan uh-huh. recently. Um, and just got like, a bunch of photos. Um, here's like oh like this weird like fish shaped uh, thing that's apparently filled with red bean paste oh, of some sort. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, that looks pretty kooky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that is like a dessert they do is they use like the red bean ta- paste yeah. and that's like the, a dessert filling for a lot of things. They have like a pancake that they do and in between is the, the red Wow. Amazing food photos. Well, maybe they went to uh, the, the sushi museum as well. Um, so there's just a lot of fucking food museums. There, there's six in this article of like the top six, but there's more. There's, and there's even a fake food museum. Which, oh, fuck yeah. that shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I want the real I want the real thing. Phony baloney. Yeah. <laughs> no, phony balonies. Flappy. I also balonies. don't want to go to the real baloney. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, to top it all off, the Kirin Beer Village. So, yes, what? Tammy, that is on the list. We are going to Japan one day. Uh, when I sell a whole bunch of houses. Because yes. uh, what's been going in my life is, uh, you know what, Brad? I, I've decided that Maybe there's not a future in newspapers, which I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting a feeling. But I'm how are you feeling. getting your news if it's not delivered to your front door via um, a, a young kid uh, throwing a <laughs> random paper at you? I'm really not sure, Brad. Um, I am worried about Trump's America and uh, no newspapers. <laughs> But, uh, you never know. In Trump's America, we could go back to just newspapers. So. Yeah, it could be very <laughs> Make lucrative. America great again. <laughs> yeah, I might be making a bad move here. But, uh, yeah, so I'm getting out of the, uh, hopefully soon enough, getting out of the uh, newspaper production game. And uh, I've decided to uh, do the easy thing of selling houses, because that's... That's an easy thing to do. I was talking to a guy at work, and he was like, well, you just pick the easiest things to do, don't you? Yeah, well. So, um, you know, I've been thinking about for a while to get into real estate. And so um, I I wanted to do, like, something online, an online class, because I figured since I'm working and everything full time, it'd be easier to do online class. And I was doing that, and then life happened, we moved, and all, all this crazy stuff happened. And so that kind of went by the wayside. And then uh, once the new year kicked off, I was like, okay, let's get back on this game and and try to do the online thing again. And it was just a little difficult to really get all the things that, that I needed to, to get, I felt like. Because some of the terminology and everything is similar enough in real estate. It's a bunch of legal terms. So I was like, you know what, it's, it's time to just... Bite the bullet, go to school. Because let's be clear, real estate school is this. <laughs> it's a 60-hour credit course plus a three-hour exam. So 63-hour credits all together for all you math listeners out there. And then so like a credited course is really it's 50 minutes of instruction. And so there's all these like crazy things that these... <laughs> real estate guys, these classes and these schools do. So I ended up at a place where I went to school Monday through Thursday and you could do day or nights or you could like switch it up, which worked for me. But it's basically four or five hours that you're there uh, for four days in the week, two weeks. (laughs) And one of those days is the exam. (laughs) So, um... You know, since I'm working and also doing this, I was like, you know, I need to, I need something that it's going to be like fun and entertaining. And so I started looking at a lot of Google reviews for all these real estate classes because real estate classes, it's, it's a huge 
thing. Like, I mean, a lot of people are trying to get into real estate. A lot of people fail, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but, Dan needs to stop reading statistics on realtors, real estate. It's, it's motivation, I think. Uh, um, but you know, but to realize that, look, you're not going to be selling a zillion yes, dollar house right course. off the bat, necessarily. Um, so anyways, I'm reading all these reviews because there's all these schools that you can go to. And I find one, and it's just talking about this instructor and how, like, good he is, and, um, very positive reviews, and some of them have been quite recent, and some of them date back a bit. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go for this. So, I sign up, I get there, and, um, we're, we're in, um... This university, it's the uh, Nova Southern University something or other. But he just like rents like a classroom within this university type nice. situation. Um, so it kind of looks legit in a way. Right. But you know, he's just in this like little room. There he is. And, I uh, give the janitor $45 and he much. lets me use the yeah. room. And so they, you can fit about like 20 people in the class or something. And it's... It's actually pretty, you know, pretty filled up. Um, you know, you got all kinds of people there. Uh, my favorite uh, was the daddy-daughter duo team. Oh, boy. Um, which the instructor had thought that they were a married couple. And she was like, no, that's my dad. <laughs> so, Ugh. yeah. But she has one of those faces where... She could be 19 or she could be 35. It's hard to say. Hard to say. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but that's yeah, what it is. Probably not a great thing. <laughs> that's what it is. So, um, anyway, so I'm in there with some people, and so it's the first night, and he's just basically, he's explaining the course, you know, things that we're going to do, and like I had read on reviews is he does keep it pretty light. Um, you know, like, for this day in particular, the first day that I was there, it was like a 20-hour-plus day for me. You know, I had been up since 3 in the morning, and I would, wouldn't go to bed until about midnight. So... Brutal. Yeah. I mean, Brutal. it was only two weeks, so, you know, I was able to do it. Um, you've had it a lot worse, friend. I mean, oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. But, uh, but trying to learn something and, and you yeah. know, whatever, it, it's not as easy. But anyways, so... I was like, you know, I need something fun. And so sure enough, it's pretty lighthearted. And so he's talking about things and he's like, and, um, you know, when you take the exam, you know, you're going to take it in uh, Spanish. So uh, the next two weeks, um, we're going to learn uh, Spanish. And he's like, so yeah, so um, when, when you um, say uh, what test you want, you know, it's going to be in Spanish. And then what you're going to do, and I'm like, because at first everyone's laughing. And then we're like, whoa, 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 what? Yeah. So this is what this guy does. <laughs> he has figured out the system. So he's been doing this for about 15 years, uh, teaching real estates uh, solely. And so he basically tells you strategies of how to pass this test. This class is not to learn about real estate. It is about to pass a test. That's all it is. And that's what most of these schools are. You know, especially these, you know, kind of smaller two-week courses. It's specifically just so you can learn how to pass this test. Yeah. And so what he's figured out is that you can request the Spanish test and there is a button to translate it back into English. Now what it does is it's not taking 
that specific question and like finding the English one, it's translating that Spanish into English, but where it makes sense. You know, nice. someone has come along and made sure that it makes sense. So the reason you do this is because there's a lot of legal terms and things like that that don't translate from English to Spanish. Right. And, you know, and vice versa. So the idea is the sentences are just a little bit more straightforward. They're not going to trick you as much and, like, be able to throw in as much things. Um, so that's what we're instructed to do. That's amazing. And so everyone was, like, kind of, like, a bit taken aback and, sure. and a little kind of nervous great, about it. That's a cookie scheme. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's a scheme. <laughs> like, it is, for sure. It is a scheme. Like, that's a real Zach Morris scenario. <laughs> now, yeah. let's just say... As far as we know, everything's legal. I have a valid real estate license. Let's just let's just get that out of the alert first. Uh, no, <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, so do the 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 two week course, and um, it's getting closer and closer to that day that we're gonna uh, you know take the the exam, and and there's a, a school exam and then the actual state exam. So um, daddy daughter duo have a lot of questions. A lot of questions. <laughs> now, this is the reason I don't like Daddy Daughter Duo, because what happens is we do about three or four chapters a day in class. And after each chapter, um, here's a weird cookie thing that you do. Um, you there, you do, um, there's a crossword puzzle that you do. <laughs> and you, uh, <laughs> you also do um, like a, some questions from the chapter uh, that we just read about. Now, he what he's doing is he's just having you highlight specific things that he knows is on the test. And so, with this, um, with the Spanish test, I guess there's only, like, 200 questions in this bank of questions. Um, but then, like, in the English, there's, like, a thousand possible, possible. questions in these bank of questions. And it ends up being a hundred question test. So... We're just learning very specific things that are most likely, you know, you got a 50-50 chance that this thing is going to be on the test that you're learning about. Um, so, during this time that you do your chapter questions is also when you take breaks. So if you want to go to McDonald's, you can do that. Because what he's doing is, like, he's fitting all this coursework time in a very small amount of time. Like, so there's no official breaks. Because, like, when you start at 6 o'clock and you end at 11, like, all that is credit hours. There's no breaks, nothing, nothing like wow. that. Yeah. So, as I'm trying to do this, Daddy Daughter Duo, they're chatting it up. They're, they're asking each other real estate stuff. They're also talking about what's happening in the family and this lady's a whore and all kinds of stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> guys, I'm just, not, I'm just trying to do... My goddamn chapter question. Like, that's I'm, I'm, I'm my crossword. I'm just a grown man trying to do my crossword about my real estate. That's how I'm going to pass a test is through crossword, crossword puzzles. That's Schemes what I'm doing. Schemes and crossword puzzles. That's what I'm doing, guys. So, um... Love it. So, we're just a couple days out from the test, uh, the, the school test. And so, daddy-daughter, they're like, so, okay, you mentioned that we do this in Spanish. And that's one of the things like he would always say is, um, so you're going to do this, um, but we'll talk about that more later. 
So there's a lot of things we're supposed to talk about later. Well, it's getting to later, and we haven't talked about a lot of things that we're supposed to get to. And so she starts to ask about, okay, what do you do? What's going on? And so basically what happens is he, he starts to explain it. He's like, you get in there. Um, you're already going to say that you want the Spanish test. Uh, you have to say that. Um you know, as you're scheduling everything. Um, when you get there, you can't just say, oh yeah, I wanted the Spanish test. It's gonna be a, a test that's on a computer. There's gonna be like a couple prompts. And then that's when you'll get to the screen where at the, the top right-hand corner, it'll say translate, but it says it in Spanish, translate, and then boom, it'll go to English. Um, so we go ahead and do the it's just that getting from there to the translate button yeah <laughs> so we do, be scary. we do the school exam and basically what he did was um the the day before he pretty much gave us the answers to the test without giving us the answers to the test right and so right before um he goes through the not answers but the answers to the test because his whole big thing is like this test and what is actually on the state exam, it's two different things. It's two different tests. You you do it a different way, but this is what I have to give you, but the state exam is something else. And the whole, again, the whole thing is passing this state exam. That's the whole thing. So do that. I get a text later in the day saying, hey, you passed. And um, I uh, have already scheduled my, my exam. And so I have like about a week in between when I passed to when my state exam is. So I am just stuffing it all in. Yeah. He gave us this um, 20 page packet that he said that he found on eBay that someone was selling for like $100 or something. And it has, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not, never checked, but that's what he said. I love that detail. <laughs> like this guy is just Seems McGee. Oh, he's doing some things. Um, and the funny thing about real estate is it's all like, nowadays the way they teach it is like, everything's like the straight and narrow, everything's like a certain way, it's all about honesty. Because of what happened some years ago, yeah. there was a lot of not great things happening. And so, you know, big thing about real estate is being honest, fair, truthful, you know, straightforward. And, 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 you know, translating things. He Whatever. is. You gotta translate is, things. but, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely, um... We're tugging some strings here, trying yeah. to figure some things out. So, anyways, you get the 20-page packet, and um, the first part of it is just basically all the things that we highlighted, pretty much, and, you know, just certain things to really focus on. And then the second half of it is 90 questions that are from the exam, is what he's saying. So, basically, what he has described is that he um, has students who have taken upon themselves, um, who happen to have really good memories, um, that maybe right after they take the exam, they give them a call, and, or the, you know, they write down um, some questions that they remember, and they write down in order what the possible choices are and the correct choice, and then they give them a call. And so he gets all of these, and if it seems like, yeah, this is something that makes sense, could be on the test, then he puts it on these possible questions that you're going to get. Amazing. And he goes on to say that you're going to find 40 to 60 of these questions on the test. So the test, again, is 100 questions. You have to have a 75. 
So all of our math buddies out there, we're crunching some numbers. Let's say you get pretty lucky and you end up getting 60 questions from this little tester sheet on your actual exam. You're doing pretty well. Then you only need 15 questions that you need to know on your own. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, it's not too bad. It's pretty good. Pretty good odds. So, um, one of the things about real estate is um, there's real estate math. And it's, it's pretty straightforward math. Um, it's just learning some formulas. And we learned it in two days. There's only 10 questions of math that are on the test. Um, so out of 100 questions, a lot of times um, these real estate schools, they don't spend too much time on the math. Because the idea is, well, it's only 10 questions. Don't worry about it. And so what my instructor said, he was like, look, just because I taught you some things about math, and if you didn't get it, you probably weren't going to get it beforehand. There's nothing you're going to do to make make sure you get it. Like, it's not a big deal. Don't go back and look at the map. So I'm starting to, it's getting closer and closer to the time I'm taking the exam. And I'm getting more and more freaked out. And I'm like, you know what? I know math. I can do math. I just need to know the formulas. And also so, we've discussed that Dan has not been sleeping much. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just been studying. I'm at work studying. I have 10 hour shifts. And for the whole 10 hours, I am studying. I'm not making, I'm not trying to hide it. I've got my book. I've got my little <laughs> fucking packet. I am studying the shit out of this exam. Because <laughs> again, heard rumor that maybe the newspaper thing isn't going to work out. <laughs> um, it's like a couple days before the test and I'm talking to Tammy and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look at this math thing. I know he said don't look at the math, but I'm going to look at the math. Which I was I, like, of course you yeah. look at the math. That Those should be easy questions. Those should be yeah. like questions you get and say, ooh, I get 10 questions right. I already know this. Awesome. So, yeah, they're kind of like, give me questions, you know, if, if you can really yeah, do it. They're going to be so, the most straightforward out of any question on Yeah, because test. math is math. You know, you sure. can, there's not much you have to really work around. But I, th- I guess um, the idea is, like, if, like, you're just one of those people that it's yeah. not cooking, don't waste all your time. Exactly. And that's who it was for. But I, I know it. I just needed to have more than just two yeah. quick days of instruction about it. Sure. Um, so Maybe anyways, then you shouldn't go into a business where you have to do a lot of math and yeah, figure out uh, people's mortgages, pot- yeah, potentially, what they're going to be spending. Maybe this is not the role for you if you can't yeah. do math. And we did have some math whistles. Uh, because there were a lot of question marks when uh, we were going through the math stuff. And I mean, Guy's going real quick. Through everything, he's going real, real quick. And and people were freaking out, like, first day. Um, and if you stop him, because you can tell, like, this is what he does. In two-week cycles, every two weeks, he's teaching the same thing. Boom, boom, boom. He's got it down where it's, it's robotics. And you can tell that he's just phoning it in. And if you stop him, you're getting him out of the groove. And he's not too happy when you get him out of the groove. Unless you talk about pizza. Then he will tell you his top three pizza places to go to. <laughs> and he will tell you about his past pizza business. Whoa. We're learning about this when we're supposed to be learning about real estate. When it's only two weeks. But what are these three pizza places? <laughs> so the three pizza places are... The top one is Prado's, which is in Winter Park on Park Ave. That's the best pizza place in Orlando proper. I... Valiana, I'm just telling you what he said. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to think if we've been there. No. Okay. Uh, I don't believe so. And then, um, 
Well, thanks for not taking me to the best pizza place in town, Dan. And then <laughs> there's um, a place out where he lives in Celebration, which is like, or used to be owned by Disney. And uh, there's a really shitty Italian restaurant. However, they make really good fucking New York pizza. Um, I will look in my notes and I will find the, the name of it. Because, yeah, I wrote it down. Or I wrote it down. Um, and then the third is Anthony's Coal-Fired Pizza, which is actually a, a chain. Um, but that uh, comes on, on high authority from Nick Cariotti, uh Real Estate Teacher of the Gods. Uh, yeah. Alright. So we're learning about that stuff. Um, so yeah. A couple days out, I'm freaking out about the math. Sure. And so, you can go on YouTube, and there's schools out there that have all these, like, math uh, YouTube tutorials of real estate math. So, I'm, like, getting all this in. I mean, I'm just, like, cramming it in. Um, I am freaking out. And then about a day beforehand, I'm on Google, and I'm like, okay. Stay off of Google. Google, um, how hard is the Florida real estate? (laughs) Really? And then I got my answer. It's a 50% pass rate for the first time. The next time you take it, and any other consequential time after that, it's 30%. It drops somehow. I guess because if if you weren't taking it serious enough to pass the first time, you're not going to get it the second time. What's wrong with you? Like, what do you you have as Or maybe, like, it just stresses you out even more. It's crazy. And and you can take it as many times as you want. You just have to pay the $30 each time, so... Only $30? That's not too bad. Yeah, it's it's actually... It's it's, it's, it's I think you and I should just go take it and see what happens. (laughs) Let's take it again and see if we do better or worse. (laughs) I mean, for $30, I mean, sure, why not? Might as well. Um, So... What yeah. kind of certifications can I get on for thirty dollars? Let's just let me try out a bunch of new careers. <laughs> I think a, a barber—that's one of the ones that oh. they they do. Uh, what about TV VCR repair? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's a uh, for a nominal fee of forty dollars. So if you want to really uh, invest see, in your future, I see Dan. If this is a real estate <laughs> thing didn't work out in the newspapers, somehow didn't work out. I was going to suggest a okay. TV VCR. I'll look into it. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look at it. Seems really easy. So see, right up your alley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. it's, it's newspapers, then TV, VCR repair. Um, then maybe uh, spin uh, pie plates on a stick. Yeah, that, that's lucrative. And playwriting. Playwriting is the other one. Playwriting, yes. <laughs> All these great long-lasting careers. Yes. So, um, I'm pretty much psyching myself out, obviously. Sure. Um, and so now it's the day of the exam. And so I... Go to the uh, the place where I take the exam. I get there like two hours early because every everything that I read online and and what my instructor said was like get there early, make sure you you know the place, you know know where you're going, you know you don't want to you don't want to risk any chance of being late, and you know because you're gonna be you don't want to lose out. that thirty bucks. You don't want to lose that thirty bucks. Um, so anyways, I get there, um, hang out for a while. Studying, studying on YouTube, looking at math stuff, you know, just getting it all, cramming it all in. Um, I get up there, and you have to check in, and you have to put all of your belongings that you came in with into a locker. Um, You have to, like, 
take out all your pockets, you know, show them that you don't have anything on you. You have to pat yourself down. They don't pat you, but you pat yourself oh. down. Oh, no, oh. Um, I had to take my glasses off so they could, like, make sure that there was nothing on my glasses that was, like, the answers or, like, Google Glass or whatever. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was real cookie. Um, so they go escort me into the exam room where there are about, like, ten other computers. And people are taking other, uh, you know, tests. It's not just... Real estate. It could be all kinds of things. There was someone next to me taking, like, a barber, you know, thing. TV repair. You know, TV VCR repair. Um, <laughs> spinning plates on wood uh, certification tests. Um, and so I sit down, and you have this dry erase board. And you're able to write anything down. And so we were told, basically, like, write everything down that you know. <laughs> like... You have to know, like, how many feet are in an acre. That's an important thing. Um, how many have, feet are in an acre? 43,560 feet in an acre. Good to know. <laughs> Which wow. had me, uh, I got about five questions that were related to that. <laughs> and out of 100 questions, that's, that's not bad at all. So, um, if you know that simple fact. Um, so... I'm just writing all this info down. Just, I mean, I look like some crazy guy, just like, boom, boom, like, just dumping all the knowledge right. that I know onto these, like, dry erase board. And it's like multiple papers, you know, or multiple pages. And I'm just writing all these things down. And so now it's time for me to, like, start clicking through. Okay. So I get to the computer, and it's all in Spanish. And there's a prompt. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm the type of person where I like to read everything before I hit yes. Just, you know, it's just a habit, and I can't read everything. <laughs> but I'm just like, okay, I think this is the affirmative, so I will click this one, and, uh, see. <laughs> Another one pops up. Oh, fuck. See. See, see, see. Then I get to the test. Question one, all in Spanish. I look at the top right of the, the corner <laughs> of the screen. There's, there's the word. Transgard, or whatever it is. <laughs> Or, you know, <laughs> however you say translate Spanish, I don't know. I don't know that anymore. I hit the button. It translates to English. I can now breathe. But I was going to shit myself. Because yeah. it, it is nerve-wracking. Oh, sure. Like, because you're saying that you know Spanish, essentially. Right. And then, like, what, what the instructor said is, he's like, look, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, they can't say, like, oh, um, Diego Dater, well, that doesn't sound Spanish. He's shouldn't be taking the Spanish test. You know, he's like, you can't say that. But he's like, also, know your shit. Because some people have done it and, like, have asked the the person, like, in charge of the test, like, um, how do I get it into English? And they won't tell them. Like, well, you yeah. shouldn't have done this, dum-dum. Yeah. So, anyways, I start taking the test and, um... You know, I'm looking for these 40 to 60 questions, you know, I'm, I'm looking for, you know, you just get a couple of those, you know, start to feel kind of safe. I'm 20 questions in, have not seen one of these questions. And I'm about to walk out and call this fucking guy and be like, you asshole, what have you done? What am I doing here? So I'm like, no, okay, I, I paid my $30, I'll just keep on taking the test. So I'm taking it and um, I'm starting to get a couple. There, there's a couple that are starting to look a little familiar. Not 100% exactly like he said, but... And, and some are, like, reverse. The answer is the question, the question is the answer, that kind of thing. So I, I'm starting to kind of 
hit it, but um, I'm still like not feeling good about it. Not feeling good about it at all. The way that the test is, is typically the last 10 questions are your math questions. So I do the test, I get to question 91, and it's math. And I'm like, oh, well this isn't too hard of a question. Okay, I can do this. So I do it, and I'm like, do another one, and another one, and another one, and they're kind of all softballs. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? These are all like softball questions. I obviously have failed the test, and the test is giving me these easy questions, so the next time I have to take it, they're going to give me hard fucking questions if I happen to be able to almost be able to pass this goddamn test. Um, and now I'm trying to figure out... Um, at the time, my work schedule was also changing, and I was trying to figure out, okay, well, when can I retake the test? As I'm on question 93 or whatever, I am trying to figure out what my schedule is, so uh, when to retake this. Um, the crazy thing is, Dan's telling me this, and I'm like, he's giving me an anxiety attack talking about possibly walking out multiple times during this this test that he has been in school for two weeks for not sleeping. And I'm just like, you're crazy. Calm down. Take a breath. Yeah, because, like, the day before I watched this YouTube video of this fucking dum-dum who's, like, this big douche, and he's like, oh, yeah, I passed it. I just passed the real estate exam, and this is how you do it. And he's just tell telling you, like, Hey, eat breakfast and all this stuff. And he's like, and beforehand, make sure you do the Tony Robbins power stance. No. And all these things. And I'm like, well, I didn't do the goddamn power stance, so I guess I'm not passing. <laughs> he's not going to do the power stance in the bathroom. So, um, <laughs> I do all the questions and it's that time that once you're done, you raise your hand, then they come in and get you. And I'm like, well, let's do this thing. Raise my hand. They come get you. Um, you have to have your ID on you at all times. And I give him my ID so he can process things. Senor? Um, yes, senor. <laughs> senor senor Ganether. Um, so one of the things that the instructor told us is um, that at one of these testing, because there's multiple locations, and at one of these locations, which isn't the location I went to, but he had heard about these two ladies that work there, a little older, and just assholes. And um, that his wife, uh, the instructor's wife, he actually, she actually took the exam as well. And they gave her her results. Uh, you get it on a piece of paper, and the lady folds it up, kind of looks at her. Mm, maybe next time, gives it. And so his wife opens it. Well, first, like, she just kind of walks away, like, discouraged. She opens it and sees that she passed. And she's like, why did you do that? Why did you make me think that I failed? She's like, what? I didn't, I didn't do anything. You know, whatever. So what he told us was that <laughs> if you pass... <laughs> Punch the bitch in the face. Yeah. If you pass, you get one piece of paper. If you fail, you get three pieces of paper. Yeah. So I walk out. <laughs> to tell you what a big loser yeah. you are. You're a loser. By the way, give us another 30 bucks and you can try again. Exactly. <laughs> So I walk out, there's like a little reception area, and on the desk there is one single piece of paper. Um, they instruct me to go into the locker, get my things, I get my things, and then he puts the ID, my ID, on this single piece of paper. And I'm like, oh shit, I fucking passed. <laughs> and then he's like, congratulations, you got the four letter word that you want to see. You failed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Arrested. Uh, so now I'm unable to get a real estate license because I killed a guy. Killed uh, But no. So, um, so I pass. And so I get out the door and it's it's upstairs where this thing is. I can't even go downstairs yet because I can't walk. I'm like, I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe And I'm just laughing uncontrollably because it was like the most stressful two hours I've ever had in my life. And so, you know, text Tammy, let her know that I passed and everything. And, uh, yeah, so I did it. I am a nice. real estate agent now. Hey, guys, uh, if you're in Florida and you want to buy a house, you come to me. It's okay if you live in Miami or Pensacola, Des. It's fine. I will <laughs> buy and sell a house for you. No big deal. I am a licensed real estate agent. And it was a crazy three weeks of my life. Yeah. But I did. Wow. <laughs> so that's what I've been up to, Brad. Nice. You nice. got a car. I got a real estate license. Ah. <laughs> and you got a real estate job now as well. Like, you're oh yeah, yeah. I've got a job and everything. Cause that 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 that's is weird. Weird too. Yeah. Cause so, I wasn't even aware until I came over tonight. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's probably gonna take a while. I don't know how that works, but no. So this is how this works. So when you even when you just um, sign up for the test. You start to get all these letters in the mail, and you start getting phone calls from brokers. Brokers are basically, um, they're also real estate agents, but as a real estate agent, you have to work under a broker. Like, that's just how it works. That's how it's done. So all these brokers are contacting you, telling you to be like, hey, come on in and, and learn about our brokerage company. Um, and like I said, you're getting this before you even pass the test. You just signed up for the test, and you're already getting this. Yeah. So I wasn't trying to talk to anybody until I sure. have my license. And so um, what you do is you basically just contact people or they'll most likely call you or whatever and contact you and you set up interviews. And the way that these interviews are, are essentially you're interviewing them. You know, you're an independent contractor mm -hmm. and you're basically seeing what they offer. What is their commission split? What things do they give you? What things cost? Blah, blah, blah. So... As you walk in, you're pretty much already hired. You have to hire them. So it's a weird... I've never done that How? before. Like, I've never been in that situation where they're just like, okay, ask us all the questions. Yeah, it's insane. And, and you have to ask all the questions because they're not always going to tell you right up front, like, right. okay, well, this is the deal. And uh, Dan Googled another fun fact. Dan, how many people remain uh, a real estate agent after <laughs> two years? <laughs> Only uh, 10%. Uh, remain still saying why do you keep googling things but I, I can't imagine though like uh, so I'm not a statistic Tammy can enter that's why so I'm not a statistic because I imagine though because this is so much like like you've got to like you gotta get there and fucking hustle yourself. Oh, yeah. So, if, like, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds cool. I'm cool to see these people on TV buying and flipping and selling. <laughs> maybe I'll be a real, maybe get into real estate or something. I don't know. And then they realize they can actually work. And it's like, oh, well, never mind. Oh, yeah. Well, like, in, in Orlando, um, there are 13,000 real estate agents, licensed real estate agents, but not even close to 13,000. Sure. People. You know, um, a lot of people get it for all kinds of reasons. They might get it so, oh, maybe I can do it on the weekends or part-time or, you know, I've retired. For other reasons. Oh, like, yeah. 
Or, or that's also like a good rich people job. If you got money and you want to say you have a job but you don't really have a job, like, oh yeah, every once in a while I sell a house maybe, or maybe not, I just show one and then I don't actually do it. I can live off my money, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Or like where I work, it's commercial real estate and so they, the department I work for is appraisers. Well, all of those guys have a real estate license. But they're not active real estate agents, so no. they're, you know. So I guess they're part of the 90% then. Yeah, well, well, no, they're still, you know, anyways. But, uh, yeah, so they're just, like, a lot of people that have licenses and who may or may not do anything sure, with it. Sure, So, uh, yeah, trying to be that, uh... That ten percent after two years, Danny. So that's. The but yeah, but that's that's I I think that's why these brokers are calling people because oh yeah, they've got to have it's, such it's, high turnover. It's, it's high like turnover, the call centers, yeah. what I imagine. Oh, yeah, it like. very much is because I mean it is. You are an independent contractor. You're just doing it. Uh, I mean it's it's not an easy thing to get into. No. But um, I believe that I'm working for a good place and and I have like a coach and a trainer and they're uh, telling me lots of things and some some things that you know I've, I've googled a lot maybe to my detriment but uh, you know just ideas on how to get leads and all these different kinds of things and they tell you a lot of stuff but um, some stuff like this trainer like he is kind of just doing stuff that a lot of people don't do so uh, it's, it, it is hopefully going to be uh, pretty beneficial so Brad uh, when you're Looking to get out of your current living situation and uh, board a bunch of dogs. Uh, well, I mean, I'm always looking. Me um, let me know. It's just harsh reality well, yeah. preventing me. <laughs> but um, I've got this plan to make some um, financial investments okay. in some lottery tickets that I mean have to pay out. I mean, if I just invested all of my money, yes. um, one paycheck's worth, yes. into lottery tickets, I'm bound to win big money. And if you work out the numbers. I would make so much more by winning one lottery than just keeping my paycheck. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and you can't win unless you play. That's true. I always tell you that. Most people buy one ticket, two tickets. Well, hey, what if I bought nine hundred something tickets? (laughs) There you go. All right. Then you're in business. And then I just take off a couple of days to go through after the lottery to to find my winner. Yeah. They're going to do that all digitally now, Brad. So you just go to 7-Eleven <laughs> and waste someone's three hours. God. Saddest. <laughs> that would be the saddest day at 7-Eleven, just watching somebody bleep, bleep, bleep. Not a winner. Not a winner. Bleep, Not a winner. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Boy, this is going to take all day. Bleep, bleep. Five hours later. Bleep. 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 Oh, fuck. Bleep. Oh, no. <laughs> Even the machine sounds yeah, sad at exactly. that point. It's like, oh god, what did I do? Why did I do? Oh. Surely somebody's done that before. Oh yeah. Well, actually, I, I saw um, a reality show that it's this rich skater guy, and he did that before. He like, I think, put like a thousand dollars in to to lotto tickets just to see. I mean, because he had the money for it, and uh, he just went to like this little corner store and like got all these lotto tickets, and you know, took forever to print it out, and then went to redeem them all, and it was boop, 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 boop. one like twenty bucks maybe. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yikes. So maybe don't do that, Brad. Maybe. You know what? Maybe. I think I, don't I probably know. won't I don't do that. Okay. Probably won't do Fair that. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> but I think what I will do is uh, um, visit a good friend of ours um, on a little show called Punky Brewster. Maybe 
Andy, Tammy. <laughs> Where's that randomizer? I it know. seems to not like my name up talk recently. Oh. <laughs> um, please take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about everything that happened in the <laughs> episodes. Uh, go to sleep and uh, visit to a the visit to the doctor. doctor. A visit to the doctor. Um, whatever you need to discuss in as much detail as possible without going over or ridiculously under, because then you would be a lucky nickel chump. Oh, man! Oh, Not boy. a lucky nickel chump. The worst thing to be. Um, and you will be going in three, two, one, go. Alright, we start with go to sleep. Uh, let's see... Punky does not want to go to sleep. Um, she's the opposite of me. I love sleep. I can't go to sleep, but I love it. She does not want to go to sleep. She's wearing her cute little uh, pajamas. And at the end of the day, it's uh, Henry just wants her to go to bed so he can watch the opera. And he teaches her about the opera. Maybe? I don't know. Um, and they end up watching a little bit of the opera. Punky pretends to fall asleep, and he changes it to the slime monsters. Uh, then we get to, That's, by the way, the whole episode. Then we go to visit the doctor, where Punky needs to go get her booster shots, and she doesn't want to, so she writes a fake note to the doctor to um, make it so she doesn't have to take her booster shots. But they have to go. She takes a lucky penny from Henry and um, she finds beliefs in herself. I don't know. The end. <laughs> <laughs> One minute. <laughs> I mean, that was the two episodes. That like, there's that really... Like, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one I tried to drag out a yeah. little bit, yeah. but... I was like, I think you're dragging out the wrong one. There's yeah, it's much yeah, more information yeah. in the second episode, but congratulations, true Braveheart winner. <laughs> You're not a nickel chump. I don't want to be a nickel chump, because that nurse would hate me, or that, that uh, uh, administrative geez. person would hate me. Mm. Yeah, she would. Oh, so, uh, guys, we're back to the two teenster 11-minute episodes. So weird. It is. I don't understand. I mean, it's just barely an idea. <laughs> It's like you. It's like if they took a cold open of a sitcom and then they just stretched it a little bit, yeah. and that's what these episodes are. Yeah, that's exactly what this. Is. So, what do you think when they played it? Like, would, okay, because in syndication they would play like those two, hmm. and then so do you think they play one episode and then have just like a big long commercial, and then the second episode, or is the episode split up at all, I wonder? Because it doesn't look like it. Like, it doesn't yeah. look like logistically without just, like, cutting it. I mean, you could like, cut, well, a... the doctor one you could cut with the doctor's office. Oh, yeah. But the go-to-sleep one, I I'm not... You cut it. Yeah, I don't Without know it making, like, just, like, a yeah. hard cut. Like, yeah. not intended to be hmm. cut, you know what I mean? Yeah, I... Maybe. I mean, you just cut after the theme song, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. a third of the episode right there. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. But yeah, so uh, um, go to sleep. Uh, Punky won't go to sleep. Yep, that was it. Oh, that's, that's the episode, episode guys. <laughs> but how do you write these episodes? I mean, it's... Because really all you have to do is give Punky some quips. Because she's just quipping hard. Oh, yeah. She's just, come back, come back, come back. So you just write like ten of those and you're done. All right, Brad. Uh, I, I know we want to get going on this thing, but I have a challenge for you. And you All don't right. you don't have to take it, okay. but you should. Oh, um, 
Punky is what? Four seasons? Five seasons? Four, yeah, four or five. Um, sure. By the end of you going through Punky, mm-hmm. I would love it if you could write your own Punky episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be great because what do they call them? Like when you like write like a mock like episode of something. Oh, uh, I forget what they're called. Yeah, it's not a treatment, but it's something else. No, because the treatment's just a little thing. Yeah, but it's like a a something. But anyways, write a something. Spec for, script. Yes, write a spec script for Punky Brewster. Okay. That is your challenge, sir. If oh. you want to take it. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll I think it'd be fun. You know, I'll put that on a list of things. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Maybe put Alex on it. Before Alex, the poster. Exactly. Right, right, right. I'll put it next to Alex's list. We'll see what happens. And odds are, I would much, I would be much more likely to finish it than Alex would be a poster. And what would be fun is you could cast the parts. Who plays Punky? Is it you, Jonathan Pernasek? Do we get Josie Ganader? Do we get Tammy? I really want. We should really get this. I mean, amazing. There is legs. With this idea, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, we'll move on, but just put it out there. I mean, we just talked longer about a spec script for Punky Brewster than the episode last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yikes. Yes. It is so crazy. So yeah, the theme song is a minute and a half of this 11-minute episode. So... I'm just like, what the hell happened? Like, literally nothing happens. No, no. It's- Henry wants to put her to bed. I always forget, even as I'm watching the episode, how freaking adorable Punky Brewster is. Oh. She is just, I just want to squeeze her little cheek. She's so cute. Um, but yeah, she doesn't want to go to bed. I forgot about her rickshaw bed. Oh, yeah. Totally forgot about that. Um, so that was awesome to see. Um, he has her count sheep. They talk about Silver Spoons, Knight Rider, yeah, uh, Connie Chung, and then uh, Revenge of the Slime People is the one they right, come right, back right. to. I yeah, I love we get um, um we get Silver Spoons, Knight Rider, and Connie Chung like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, they're just brattling. Like, oh off. wow, we're really. I, I almost back. couldn't type as fast as they yeah. speak. <laughs> it was all happening. I love that her fucking like little uh, um night dress is like. All Punky Brewster style. Oh like, yeah, we got we got a we got a yellow sleeve and a red sleeve. Yep. Like, and her pants actually are two different. Uh, the legs are two different colors as well. I mean, amazing. Like, where did like yeah, she's well, making where, these things herself? Yeah, now? where is she supposed to be buying these from? I don't know, but my mom ended up making oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome. And me and Punky, we were we were tight. Yeah, <laughs> back so in the day. <laughs> during the spec script uh, reading, Tammy, you have to dress as Punky Brewster yes. if, if you are uh, cast as. Well, we've already decided um, for MegaCon this year, I'm going to dress as Punky Brewster. Yeah. I mean, obviously. Be great. Yeah, and I'm looking at... So this episode aired in November of 84, so I was five. I was almost going to turn six. I was turning one. I was... Yeah. So, so I was perfect age to watch Punky Brewster. Oh, like, and, and maybe that's why they were eleven minutes. Because for no. for a five year old, that's probably yeah, about it. And um, and it was all I needed to know. She didn't want to go to bed. I probably didn't want to go to bed. 
Nobody wants to go to um, But there's so much, like, pressure. Like, Henry keeps looking at his watch. He's, like, in a real rush. And I'm like, yeah. and we're all like, what is he up to? Yeah, yeah. What's happening on? The adults in the room are going, Henry, what's going on with Because they're all of them, well, and Punky says it like, oh, oh yeah. you must be watching something on cable. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is Henry's weed dealer coming over? What happened? I thought we were going to see, like, a date or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely thought it That's date. the way that it was um, set up. But I would definitely have understood a weed dealer. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, Brandon is the most magical dog because that bowl of popcorn sits there the entire time with Brandon not even sniffing at it. Yeah, that, that bowl of popcorn would not last in this place. No. It, <laughs> we were eating popcorn the other day. Willow tried to, like, just come right in the bag and right eat it. Right in the bag. <laughs> this was about to take that long nose oh. right in the bag and just... Get yeah, like, oh, okay, well, you guys have gotten some. It's my turn. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. You didn't get some? Willow gets some. No, Willow, that is not how it works. Yeah. Pretty sure that's how it works. Uh, oh, let me no. I'll just get in here. Oh. Yeah, because when we were living with us, like, you know, you'd make some popcorn or whatever, you know, the evening's almost up. You know, you make some popcorn. Why not? Sure. It's, it's a, a good, you know, evening snack. And these pups are just all after you. Big time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, they, no, they can smell it from, like, five miles away. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he's going to get all the pups at his house. He's just going to make popcorn <laughs> and have fans, like, the doors are over, windows are open, fans just pointing out popcorn smell. <laughs> Listen, whatever happens, happens. Um, if the dogs find me, I didn't steal them. Exactly. I just opened the window. Yeah. That's all I did. They came running in. I'm much more worried about Frankie, like, trying to come to the windows and <laughs> Anybody got popcorn? Uh, yeah. No, thank no, then you. Then he would have to leave the house. Uh, <laughs> guys, I gotta move, guys. Uh, if anybody uh, wants to uh, start a Kickstarter so that I can uh, buy a house from Dan, uh, oh, that's perfect. That's, that's a win-win right yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh. um, so we find out uh, that <laughs> the adult program oh. that uh, Henry wants to watch is an opera. Yeah. <laughs> I, I we also hear a PBS commercial about needing uh needing our support and I was like oh yeah are those commercials coming back like <laughs> seriously let's uh we oh, I don't think they a, ever stop we're they? gonna have to buy a lot of tote bags fucking yeah. under the Trump administration um like they're gonna be pushing those motherfucking totes oh, yeah. <laughs> oh and also we've got a Burt Bacharach uh, night and even the Burt Bacharach VHS uh, for a donation of only forty eight ninety nine. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. No thanks. I'm just, please just go back to cats, please, please. Can we just <laughs> um, like I just don't understand. He is like so weird about opera shit. Yeah. Like, Listen, I I want to punky. I want to watch my opera alone. I don't want anyone around me. In fact, when I go to the opera, yep. I buy two extra tickets so I can have an empty seat next to me on each side. And I'm like, that yeah. sounds... Brad almost jumped out of his seat. That's he the looks greatest. so excited. That, that's, <laughs> the, that's the 1% life I want. Yeah, I want to be able to buy three opera tickets and just have me some empty seats next to me. Henry is Brad's spirit animal. I mean, let's be clear. <laughs> like, there are some things about Henry where I'm watching him and it's like, that's Brad. That's Brad. <laughs> like, it really is. Oh, like, that just sounds so good. Like, cause just, I mean, I, and this is a different time when a human being could buy an opera ticket. Yeah. Um, um, as we discussed last week with Jonathan, it's physically impossible to buy a Broadway ticket. Like, forget about it. Like, you can't afford it. Just don't even think about it. 
starting at $55. Fuck off. Um, oh, yeah. So, like, but to <laughs> be able to just buy three, I'll take three opera tickets for myself. No one's sitting in these seats. Oh, that sounds so good. What was Henry's story before? He was married before, right? Yeah, I think she died young, though. So Really early. What I almost was thinking that they were going to bring out same yeah, thing. is that, like, I used to go to the opera with my wife, and, that, that's, and that's something why for he, us, yeah. and that's why it's this huge thing, but it never no. happened. He's just a God, I'm just waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He just wants to, like, leave me the fuck alone. Oh, that sounds so good. God. <laughs> I just love that. I love that idea. Like, doesn't that sound great? You just go and you just, like, sh- they got all the space. Like, <laughs> fuck off. These are my three seats. <laughs> well, maybe you can start small, Brad, and do it at the movie theater now that you have to, like, say, you know, this is the, the seat that I want. No, because <laughs> assholes are still just in the seats. You have to, like, fight them off. No, it, w- it wouldn't work. Like, now, now anywhere it wouldn't work, but... Like, because people just take an empty seat. Like, yeah. it's always going to happen. Yeah, you can't have true. empty seats anymore. Yeah. Like, can't do it. You could buy, buy an entire airplane. Like, there's going to be people sitting there. It's a different time. Yeah. A different time. Oh, <laughs> but it sounds good. But yeah, Punky is like, well, let me just, let me get up on this opera. Like, what's happening? I want in on this. He's like, I, no, I'm not down with it. So eventually, she wears him down, and he's like, all right, I'll teach you about the opera. Oh, because she pulls her fucking, she, oh. Like, all right, last week it got oh, emotional. Oh, yes. This is, so she says, You know, Henry, you're not alone anymore. I wish I could sit in one of those empty seats. <sighs> As she's closing the door to go to bed. Listen, all right, last week it, we got a ten, tender emotional moment where Punky is like, Listen, um, I guess I'm just going to stop caring about people because <laughs> no one cares about me. And, like, it was like, Oh, this is harsh. Because she had been hurt uh, because she was told that foster parents don't really care about kids. And that was an emotional tender moment. But this week, she's just like, she's just like digging that knife in. No, it's okay if you don't watch the opera alone, Henry. That's cool. I was just hoping I could be part of your life. And that maybe, just maybe, we could care about each other. But I guess I could just go in the other room. All right, uh... passive-aggressive funky. Like, calm it down. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so cute. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's so like. There's no way around. It's like, all right. Yeah. So he lets her come out. In fact, now he's gonna teach her about the opera, and they do this weird opera singing uh, bit that I don't think really works. No, <laughs> um, no, because he's. I don't know what he's doing. Like, but he's not singing anything from Deflator Mouse. <laughs> yeah. And I then she's trying to do it as well, and it's just. I don't know, like, no. Yeah, I think it's supposed to, obviously it's supposed to be cute, but it was... It was just weird. Yeah, it just didn't work. Because it's weird him doing it, and then she's doing it as well, and it's like, this is, this is chaos. This is chaos, this is uncomfortable, I don't like this. Yeah, Yeah, it's not cute. It was almost like, if they had cut it down, because he sang a lot before Punky joins in. If they had cut his in half, and then cut the combined in half... I mean, granted, I know they're trying to fill 11 whole minutes. But if they without a montage. <laughs> yeah, without a montage. But if they could have cut those two things, that, you know what? It probably went on so long so they needed to fill out the 11 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. you can't have a it. montage just in the house, right? Can you have an in-house <laughs> montage about going to sleep? I mean, uh, so yeah, you can watch the opera? They, no, they had, a, they had an in-house montage when they um, painted her bedroom. Yeah, I mean, that, you know, if you're painting, cleaning, anything, I mean, you could do it in the house, but I, I'm saying, like, something as mundane as 
okay, go to sleep, punky. You know, like... I know, I know you get some schemes for, like, trying to sneak out of the room. Oh, that's true. And he catches her every time. Oh, that, that's a good spec script yeah. right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna rewrite an episode that already exists. Yes. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I feel like that's probably what most spec scripts yeah. are anyway. Yeah. No, seriously. Oh. So. Um, but yeah, so they sit, they watch the opera, she falls asleep on the couch, because of why wouldn't you? Yeah. And, uh, he turns it to the, um, slime people movie. Revenge of the slime people? Yes, yeah. Revenge of the slime people. And she wakes up as they're watching it, and that is the end. That's the episode. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. Alright. That's what happened. Next episode. Um, <laughs> So we start off, and Punky and Cherry are seemingly writing some sort of notes. Is it homework? Who knows? Punky's asking how to spell things. Cherry is the worst at spelling. Yeah, not good. Like, these kids, like, we met their teacher last week. Explains a lot. The woman has <laughs> dementia. Like, oh, no. something's terribly wrong. Um, horrific. Um, and what they're doing is they're, write, they're forging notes to give to the nurse so they don't have to get their booster shots. Yeah, and, yeah, I didn't realize, like, the nurse, I mean, she wrote a note to Henry that apparently Punky threw away, but I feel like that's a phone call, like, or something, I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed like the nurse just giving Punky a note, here, take this to your dad, you need booster shots. Well, well I guess, they gave her the benefit of the doubt. I guess. I guess in a time when it was harder to so reach people <laughs> by telephone. Yeah. Yeah. Because not yeah. everybody has an answering machine. Yeah, and some people, like take the telephone off the hook so they can watch the opera. So, uh... <laughs> Who was gonna call Henry, issue? like, in the middle of the night? Like, His weed dealer. <laughs> yes. I mean, I remember back in the day in college, like, making people put their phones on silent um, when Lost came on, our alias. There you um, go. Because that was important. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah. Onkers. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize these kids were in third grade, I guess. So I, I just thought they were like a little younger than that even, but yeah, third grade. Yep. Uh, so Henry walks out and says, "Well, you're gonna go get a booster shot tomorrow." Directly after school. Directly after school. How did they get an appointment? How did they get there? Like I, this little like last few kid is just walking all over the place. Like yeah. I, I mean, well Henry does go with her. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all right, but, but like still, still yeah. Like, I mean, to get Josie a doctor's appointment takes weeks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, to get me a doctor's appointment takes weeks. Like, yeah. Hmm. Then you try to take some time off. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, and while Punky is, like, super freaked out about this uh, doctor's appointment, uh, she, <laughs> she has a nightmare. And Henry comes running in. And my question is... Does Henry wear pajamas? Or does he just sleep in his regular clothes? Because I swear it's supposed to be like the middle of the night. <laughs> He's just watching opera in the other room. He's just watching that PBS telethon. Like, yeah, he's very got his, like, glasses down. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. this guy's not in bed. Oh, yeah, no. No. Okay. No. I was watching a production of Little Women in the Opera on PBS. <laughs> Uh, um, which was a thing I watched part of on PBS. <laughs> Very strange. I don't know if that's something you'd want. like. Ugh, like, hey, Little Women in the Opera. I don't think so. <laughs> nope. Uh, he calls uh, Punky the Joan of Arc of the third grade. <laughs> Accurate. And um, she's had a bad dream about it, and he decides to give her a nickel. A magic nickel. 
Right. And he goes into this whole spiel about how... Uh, I kind of got lost in the spiel. He was like, when I, when I was <laughs> a child, I was afraid to fly. Um, and one, one year we had to go to fly to Massachusetts to see my grandparents. So my father gave me this magic nickel and he said, as long as I carry this, um, it would take away all my fears so I could fly. Did they have commercial airplanes back then? <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick, but I mean, I mean it's on the verge, right? Oh, no, yeah, because we looked it up. Wasn't he born like in 1913? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So we're like, it's, it's oh, oh, it's yeah, <laughs> that's pretty close, definitely, definitely. Like, I don't know, so I carry the one, I guess. Um, well, maybe he was a very old child. Yeah. I mean, what kind of money did the Warnemonts have? Yeah, could you imagine how much it would to be? To be flying, like, yeah. like, in the 20s? I mean... Well, they're just throwing nickels at their kids, too. I mean, <laughs> here, have a nickel to soothe your I, fear. I was waiting to, for, like, Punky to be like, wait, this nickel says 1981. Yeah. I thought I thought that was going to happen. I thought it was going to yeah, be shenanigans. So, so that's the whole thing. Like, okay, so he tells her about this magic nickel and we've seen this this is a uh, in dumbo this is like a thing and you tell kids to try and make them feel better but we like learn he actually like kind of believes in this magic yeah. nickel which is oh, he the believes kookiest oh, yeah. definitely which is i mean i'm like all right because uh next scene we're cutting to the doctor's office um and honky's like it's like all right well henry what does henry go outside for like, oh, because um, from Ben Seaver, he got the uh, the ice cream Yo, in the, in the, in the What pants. a dick Ben Seaver was. Yeah, so um, little child actor that played Ben Seaver on was Growing Pains. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Miller or whatever yeah. that guy's yeah. name is. Yeah, that kid is like sitting in the waiting room eating an ice cream cone. Why does this kid get an ice cream cone in a doctor's waiting room? You give the kid ice cream after the doctor, not before. Yeah, or during. Not like sick kids in there with... Oh. No, no, sick kids and dairy. No. And he asks Henry if he wants a lick. Oh. And then Henry goes off on this thing. And I'm sorry, Brad. I was just I was picturing you yeah. just saying this to a kid. I, yeah, absolutely. Like, I was like, why would I want this confectionary? Henry. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's disease-like confectionary. what is his mother doing? Like, why is she not stopping him? And Oh, worst mother. Like, all the way around. So yeah, so Henry uh, goes um, goes up to the desk with Punky, and fucking uh, little Ben Seymour like shoves his ice cream in Henry's pocket. He's like he's, he's like looking for a garbage can to get rid of it, and he just like shoves it in Henry's pocket. Gross. So yeah, Henry's got to go out to go wash the gross germ ice cream out of his fucking pockets. Um, meanwhile, Punky's left um, alone. She's like she goes to the water fountain, and wouldn't you know it, she drops the. No, she has to wash the lucky nickel uh-huh. because it's stuck to yep. gummy bears in, in her, her pocket. pocket. Gross. Um, nope. Like every, I guess kids in the eighties, a pocket, anything goes in a pocket. Anything yeah. can okay, go in a pocket. Did, did you seriously have gummy bears in your pocket? I, don't think I think so. I had money. In my pockets. I don't know. Like food and money do not go together. Like you might as well just eat disease ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> like that is I just, I just think when you're that age, when you're like seven or eight, I don't think you're doing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if you're younger, like and, and you're yeah, like, this kid's you like, know, yeah, this is like playing a in sand or something. Yeah, I mean, sure. what are pockets for except sand? Like, right. Hello, that's what you do. This kid's, but yeah. yeah, you're not putting gummy worms here, right? No, no. There's, 
I, I can't, I can't uh, find it now, but there's actually this, like, photographer who did a whole um, spread on things in kids' pockets and took oh. pictures, like, hmm. of things in kids' pockets, like, just hmm. had kids empty their pockets, and then she kind of, like, placed them artistically and took a photo of all the things in one okay. kid's pocket. You and, know, I uh, mean, but Brian it's... Feldman did a show of things <laughs> in his pockets. <laughs> he just took things out of his pocket, and that was the show. And then he watches them. <laughs> and then he, everything he does, he washes. Is that what you're? Very clean, very clean show. <laughs> and then you have to decide: is he better at uh, washing things or taking things out of his pocket, or do you want to kill yourself? <laughs> it's always one of the three, and it's usually the same one. Yeah. Okay. Like some. So here are some of the pictures. Like this was one kid's pocket had like little things, a little dinosaur, and. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of, like, cool, like, a little huh. cool, like, art project, but kids just have random shit in their pocket, apparently. Yeah, I guess. No like gummy worms yet, but yeah. I mean, that that's Josie's pocket. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Lego, there's a little... Well, I don't know if she had a star David, but, like, she has... <laughs> Jewish Josie, maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's just um, regular little eraser bear, but not a gummy bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, so... Yeah, so Punky's gotta wash her lucky nickel. Um, so this nurse is like, oh, you can wash over there in the water fountain. You can't wash things in a water fountain. No. Send her her out to the same restroom you sent Henry out to. Like, you didn't tell tell Henry to wash his pocket out in a water fountain. Go to a sink. But we can't afford that set, so... uh, Um, which also makes sense because I don't know. There's not a drain on a water fountain like that because she loses the no, nickel. That's I down don't, the drain. I didn't no. understand. Like I was like, how big is that drain on yeah. that water fountain? Yeah. So somehow she loses the nickel down the drain. I don't know. Yeah, and she's mortified. Obviously. Absolutely. Um, but then immediately the doctor's there to take her in to get the shot. Henry's still washing ice cream out of his pocket. So she just goes. It happens so fast because again, eleven minute episode. Yeah, it's not like there's a lot of um, of build up to this. We also have funny doctor Punky Brewster. Time for your booster. <laughs> it's like, oh <Yes>. god, <laughs> and he just steals Punky. <laughs> he really does. He snatches her up like it was not okay. Um. So yeah. So then Henry comes in. He's like, oh. Did- did Punky already go back? Dude, I lost my kid already. So, uh, where she do? Oh, did she go back? Is she, did she go home? Like, did she? I, who knows? She wanders around. Um, she's a bit of a wonder. That's how I found her. Um, really? She just kind of does her own thing. Um, it's cool. She's a latchkey kid. Uh, sometimes I work till the wee hours of the night, taking photos of her dog. You know, the, her only companion and, and thing that keeps her safe. Yeah, I was just taking pictures of it for a whole night one time. So, you know. Whatevs. Uh, so, um, and then the nurse is like, oh, no, no, she was a little nervous, though. Uh, she apparently uh, lost her magic nickel. Uh, so, uh, and then Henry freaks out and starts looking around at his nickel. Meanwhile, the nurse is doing this whole thing, like, can you believe some parents fucking lie to their kids? Some people, like, just can't bring themselves to tell their kids the truth. So they put all the super superstition into their head and so they're just communicating to their children. She's what a bunch really, of assholes. Yeah. yeah, she's really giving it to Henry, which I'm like, you don't know what kind of parent he is. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Uh, like, I love it. I was like, yeah, this is pretty great. It's like, I just wish you could take it another step. Some of their, some kids fucking put their kids into Scientology. Do you believe that shit? <laughs> oh. 
God, it's, I mean, so stupid, like, talking about magic nickels, or Scientology, or Jesus, or any of this stupid shit. What is wrong with some stupid fucking parents? Huh? Huh, old man? <laughs> yeah, she gets, like, in his face. Uh, she, at one point, like, she just grabs his uh, hand, because yeah. he's trying to get away. And, and so she asks him, bed. yeah, she does, and that is that when she asks him, uh, why people aren't honest anymore? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, what is happening in your life? Seriously. <laughs> it got real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every episode gets real in one well, moment true, or yeah. another, and that was yeah, the one for this up. Yeah, got real um, But yeah, Henry's still just, like, flipping the fuck out, trying to get at this nickel. And eventually she's like, oh, yeah, I think she, I think it went down the drain of the water fountain. And he's just, like, banging on a water fountain. <laughs> which... <laughs> the other thing I was waiting to pay off was I was gonna, I was hoping Punky would come out and be like, oh, yeah, it was the wrong nickel or something. And, like... Yeah. Because, it, you know, the whole magic nickel thing is dumb. But the idea that Henry's had something that his father gave him in 19... <laughs> um, like, I, that's something you wouldn't want to lose. And, I mean, how much is that worth? Like, a nickel from the 1920s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, might be. I mean... Or likely older. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Could be. I mean, nothing else. That is true sentimental value. Yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have that many that things that, like, your father gave you that you've carried around your entire life. Yeah. yeah. That's not good. I mean, fun. come I've on. I've got nothing. No. No. <laughs> uh, so, Henry's, like, chilling, reading some Jack and Jill magazine, <laughs> waiting for Funky. She comes bouncing out of the doctor's office, and she is excited, because she got her shot, and it was no big deal. Yeah, she decided. No yes, she, exactly. She decided to believe in herself as much as the magic nickel. In your face, Henry! <laughs> and then she, I love it. And she's like, Henry, you gotta sit down. We gotta have a talk. Yeah. Um, I lost your magic nickel. But hey, guess what? You don't need it. Like, just just believe in yourself. All right, dog. Cool. Goodbye. Yeah. And then the episode ends. <laughs> yep, that was it. That's all. Eleven minutes in and out. I mean, we got one one stare from the uh, admin who's judging him harshly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just wish, you know, I feel like we should have gotten the punky power, right? Like, she comes yeah. out, like, after the booster shot, punky power! Like, you know. Definitely. Yeah. We need the punky power in there. Yeah. I agree. So, question. Who won, who lost oh. these out of these two episodes? <sighs> Well, I think Cherry lost because she can't spell. Yeah, she can't spell, but Henry also lost his nickel, and he didn't really get to watch the opera and enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, it wasn't going to be enjoyable either, because apparently one of the guys was phoned in and whatever. It's true. One of the guys was from Night Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> really. But we're a keyboard. Oh, Jack, I didn't know Jack Blades was playing the lead in, in La Traviata this evening. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, we listen. I guess we just need to warm up a little bit before we perform on PBS, huh? This is an opera. You're supposed to be ready. All right. Hey. All right. Having fun tonight. And I can't even say Brandon won because he had to listen to them sing. Yeah. And he didn't get to eat any popcorn. Yeah. And that bowl was full. That bowl remained full. Nobody ate the popcorn. They could have been giving it to Brandon. Seriously. Poor dog. Yeah, so he, I, Brandon might have lost. Um, I, I, I mean, who won? Who won? Okay, 
I would say punky one. She what? got to stay up late, and she started to believe in herself. Oh, what if that nurse, though? She gets to tell people off. She gets to tell Henry <laughs> off. And, and, but what, it, it's Cherry's grandmother, right? Yeah. Calls her a fat butt. So... <laughs> She might have won just, just that one line. Just on that one hey, line. Fat butt. <laughs> it's kind of great. Where's your no fat butt? Yeah, <laughs> what do you know fat butt? And we're just like, what? Oh, what? Yeah, you I didn't know butt. Yeah, I was like, what did she call her? Yeah, because I thought I heard fat butt, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. But I was like, yeah, fat butt. And I'm like, okay, well, we both heard fat yeah. butt, so yeah. we're going to say it's fat butt. <laughs> but yeah, the fat butt. <laughs> I was a pretty solid line. Pretty solid line. <laughs> uh, who lost then? <laughs> it's hard to say. I don't know who won or I, lost. You know, I think I do agree. I think Henry lost. Yeah, Henry probably like, lost. He lost his yeah. nickel yeah. that his father gave him yeah. in eighteen twenty. Um, and and he yeah, also didn't get to enjoy the opera like he wanted opera. to. Yeah, he's probably a loser, but. Close runner-up is Brandon. Poor fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. Not getting any popcorn, having to listen to these two guys. Yeah, but at least like, he didn't have to, like, stay under, like, the hot uh, studio lights at the photography studio. Um, <laughs> working hard. Working hard for apparently a full, like, 16-hour day. Mm. So. And he doesn't have to hang out in a car with a dude in a straw oh, hat. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. You know, like, look at it like that. His, his <laughs> life could be worse. His life could yeah. <laughs> be worse. <sighs> So, uh, Henry? Henry? Yeah, yeah Henry lost. All right. Lost. Now, question. Best dressed, worst dressed? Oh. I feel like Punky's little PJs are pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, those were those were notable. Who is the worst? Uh, I mean, I guess Henry when he has ice cream in his pocket. <gasps> yeah, yeah, that's not yeah. God, that's, that's also one. why he lost. Yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, I guess he is the clear loser <laughs> of these episodes. It's a harsh, harsh day for Henry. Lost his nickel and got ice cream in his pocket by fucking Ben Seaver of all people. Yeah. Fuck you, Ben Seaver. Serious little dick. <laughs> Wasn't even Kurt Cameron. I mean, because if Kurt Cameron in the 80s put ice cream in your pocket, you at least have a story to tell. <laughs> well, it could have been a, a, a sexual, uh, you know, innuendo. Like, well, before he got all Jizo. Because I, I, I would like to think that before that, he was, like, banging them left and right. Oh, yeah. yeah Putting yeah. ice cream in everybody's pocket. <laughs> is that ice cream in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> there is now. <laughs> but then, of course, you know, found the Lord. Ugh. <laughs> Gross. All right, yeah. so that's that's uh, punky this week, guys. Yeah, that's punky. That's I, next week is it fully? Who knows? It's a mystery. <laughs> Friends, thank you for listening to this episode of the Ramjack Podcast. It has been a delight to be in your ears. Thank you, Tammy and Dan. Oh, thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you. Thanks thank you for the cheesecake. Oh, you're much welcome. <laughs> thank you for dinner, huh? <laughs> so, where can we find you, have cats on the internet? Well, I'm on the Instagram, uh, Danimal921. Uh, I'm private, but I'll accept you. And who knows, maybe I'll be public now that I'm a real estate agent trying to get out there, uh, trying to make those dollars, friends. Um, yes, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> By the time this episode's out, uh, my website will be up, uh, sellcfl.com. So I feel like that's a pretty good website. Nice. Uh, name. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, every, every, what, once or twice, every about hundred years, we have a <laughs> I'll Watch That Movie <laughs> a podcast, so you can uh, check that out. The next one's going to be a good one. Yeah. When it comes out in 50 years. 
Uh, you can find me on Calavici Fashion Cast with Brad and Claire, where we get to talk about all the fashions and Quantum Leap every once in a while. Oh, and on the last episode, we had a revelation. Oh, that's right! Um, so we're, we're talking about an episode of Quantum Leap, and Sammy's looking at IMDb, seeing what one of these actors been in previously, and we come across someone that had been in a little show called Sugar Time! Exclamation <laughs> Point! Episode 4! And not the character who you would have thought would have been on Sugar Time! Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> So, yeah, episode four. So, uh, Brad was pointing out that means that somebody has enough information to fill out these IMDb's yeah. pretty thoroughly. Yeah, because like, you're not going to put that on there yourself. Come on. No, no, nobody's admitting to sugar dye. <laughs> so somebody somewhere has some information and knows something. Um, do you know something? Maybe you could help solve a mystery. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. I feel like I would be too scared to watch that show. Seriously. But... It's out there. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Indeed. So that's why you should listen to Calavici Fashion Cast. Yep. So you can get these breaking news items. And um, so Claire doesn't beat me up. I'm also going to pimp out some Defenders podcast. Uh, we are currently covering Iron Fist, which um, I hear has been talked about recently on Ramjack. So mm-hmm. now you can hear what, what we have to say. <laughs> or almost not. <laughs> I listened to the first Iron Fist episode today. Ooh. It was delightful. Yay! Uh, so those are the main places you can find me. So. Nice. And all the social medias, but whatevs. <laughs> nice. Um, as always, friends, uh, you can email us, tweet us, send us a voicemail. Uh, the website's ramjackpodcast.com. There's a wiki where you can see the previous April Anarchy brackets. Um, look through there. Find your monsters. Find your favorite monsters. Who, who's your favorite monster? What monsters need to be in the bracket? Let us know. Um, if you if you uh, formerly have been a co-host of this podcast, um, feel free to send in a message. <laughs> Are you okay? Is everything all right? <laughs> I mean, you said a while ago you were going to send in some voicemails. I haven't heard anything. Alex, are you dead? Did your baby murder you? <laughs> I'm scared. What if it's like a Ghostbusters 2 scenario and your baby has been possessed by Vigo the Carpathian and it's murdered you? I'm very worried. Please let us know you're all right. Seriously, Alex. Come back. We miss you. (laughs) Um, And friends, listen, uh, we all know um, that you can spend a lot of money in Disney World, especially on some delicious treats at Epcot. There's all these amazing, delicious items you could have. Um, but we all know the most delicious of delicious treats is none other than a baloney